this week on the Bamcast. Give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. No. Give him the stick. One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey! Bamcast! Bamcast. Episode 335. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. That's cool. However... There are bad, bad movies. As in, stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Ooh. Yuck. Won't be applicable to be... Don't like it. Um, nope. So, uh, we took a break from action because we, we watched Super Fights, and, and I, I believe we all kind of like the Super Fights. You yes. say that. Yeah. So, we were like, you know, we can't do double action in a, in yeah. a row, so we need to you know break it up with some breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back to action. So it was broke. Yeah. <laughs> we are back in action. Yeah, we're back in action uh, with Mission of Justice from 1992. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mission of Justice. Uh, well, yep. you know what? In case you're like, that's kind of a generic. I wonder what that's about. Let me tell you what the plot's <laughs> oh, are. It's please. about a mission of justice. Yeah. <laughs> Mayor old candidate Dr. Rachel Larkin has a dangerous plan for swift justice in the form of a band of ex-convicts called the Peacemakers who roam the streets to do her bidding. <laughs> When a boxer friend is killed by Larkin's thugs, an outlaw cop goes undercover to get evidence and works his way up the inner circle of the Doctor's Army. Doctor's Army. Doctor's Army. Doctor Larkin's Doctor's Army. Army. Do- Doctor Larkin. Doctor's Larkin. Army. Yeah. I would argue some of the details of that description, well, but okay. it's mostly accurate. The ex-convict thing, probably not applicable to all, but based on the fact that they all kind of were like, yeah, this all seems legit, mm. even without them directly saying it, it's probably true. We, we only know of one specifically who was a former gang member now turned peacemaker. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, this is uh, our first Jeff Wincott movie. Jeff Wincott. Brother, <laughs> older brother of Michael Wincott. Yes. Evil guy from The Crow. and Not nearly as gravelly as Michael Wincott. No, he's but more kinda, punchy. Yeah. He's, he's good at moving around and fighting. Yes. He can that do sort those of things. stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a got, good. He, he's got a black belt. He does. He's pretty good at this yep. uh, yeah. know, martial arts thing. And it's got uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. Right? Bam Castellum. Yeah. Of Cobra. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's and Rocky Four. She's a, she's a bad lady in this. Yes, she is. Surprise. She is the main villain. Yes. What? Who knew? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Matthias. Yeah. Is it, is it Juez? Hughes? Hmm. Juez? Juez. Who knows? Who, who, as who you're talking All about we know is. is he is the bad guy alien from I Come in Peace. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's on our wall. Yes. <laughs> he looks He's down the... like on me like a dark angel. <laughs> but yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, a lot of stuntmen. Yeah. A lot of stuntmen. Well, you might recognize um, the the person that's killed as, uh, you know, Apollo's trainer from the Rocky series. Yes. Yes. Tony Late, Burton. Later, Rocky's trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not in it long. No, because of course he got killed. He does. Oh, yeah, he, he sits, sets off the mission of justice. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yes, literally, in, in both ways. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so this movie starts, and it literally starts with a defenestration. Guy goes flying out a window, mm-hmm. and then our hero, Kurt Harris, walks up to the broken, shattered window, and is just like, "You have the right to remain silent." 
which I believe is the exact same way that that other movie started. Um, Keaton's cop. Did Keaton Scott do that? I think the first scene was okay. like, someone being thrown out a window and Keaton Scott is coming over yeah. and saying. I couldn't remember, but I thought you were about to say Martial Law. No. Which this originally was going to be a sequel to Martial Law. It was going to be a sequel with, to Martial Law 2. Okay. Yeah. With <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock and yeah. everything. But then she backed out and they had to get another woman. Yeah. But. And they changed the, his name. Because so, he's the one who replaced uh, Chad McQueen mm-hmm. in Martial Law 2. Yeah. So then they thought, well, he's a cop in this, so we'll just make it Martial Law 3 in, like, Hungary and weird places that don't know any better. But no. No. But anyway. Huh? Different yes. character name. <laughs> this movie starts with a there, defenestration. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he, he's, Which is always welcome. Sure. Absolutely. We'll yeah. take it. He just throws this guy in his police car. It's like you have the right to remain silent and all this stuff and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's, he's try, trying to protect this lady f- because he's an abusive asshole. Mm-hmm. So they take them away. And uh, they eventually get a call. Well, on the way to bringing him to the to the precinct, mm-hmm. they realize that a convenience store is being robbed. Yes, a junior grocery store <laughs> is being yeah. a, being attacked by toughs. Yeah, there's B and E at the K and A. Yeah, and uh, just I don't know, just dudes in there, d- generic gang dudes, mm-hmm. just like, hey, old man, give us your money and stuff, and they're smashing shit and everything, yeah. and so he. You know, our hero, Kurt, yep, <laughs> sneaks around the back. And he takes the he takes out one guy mm-hmm. and then he takes the time to put on a delivery uniform. Yeah. He's okay, so he's dressed as like a delivery guy and he backs into like the head thug that has yeah. a shotgun. And he's just like, Hey man, do you mind, you know, yeah, like, finish up here? He's like, Oh, you're gonna finish real yeah, quick. We're done now. Yeah. Martial arts ensue and yes. he starts kicking and disarming them and yeah it's he, he I, I like that he like forcefully takes the shotgun and points away from everyone into a, a big bag of ruffles that's yes. on the on the shelf and just you know potato chips them yeah i appreciate any scene where the police stopping the crime and it's probably going to cost the store owner more than what they were what was being taken from the store yes oh, yeah, exactly yeah. oh yeah but this store is fucked when they're done <laughs> yep i mean they're picking guys up and literally throwing them over aisles yeah, but they, they they do massive amounts of damage to the store. Mm-hmm. And store is totally yeah. fucked. But and, and she comes in like she's at first she's like, all right, everybody freeze, and she's got the gun on the dude, and then somehow yeah, she is his partner, Steel, yeah, mm-hmm. Lynn Steel, yeah. That's but she looks name. like she looks like Major Kira from Deep Space. <laughs> yeah, she's got that weird pixie haircut, yeah. and she's kind of small. But you're like, mm-hmm. what is this lady gonna do? And man, when she comes in, the first thing that happens really is that a dude picks her up. And basically breaks her face on a rack in the back. Oh yeah, of, when he's carrying her off. Yeah, like oh, he just smacks her, in her head <laughs> right against the corner of that thing. Well, the setup when they were in the car, I remember remarking, I was like, I have a bad feeling about his partner. Right. I was like, I thought that's what was going to set off the mission of justice yeah. is that they were going to just standard stop and stop this robbery, yeah. and she mm-hmm. was going to get killed. But, but no, no, this she, lady she, she gets picked up sideways, conked against a, a, a aisle of food <laughs> as she's as they're going past it, mm-hmm. and then like after that, it's just like no, it's fucking on yeah. because I'm going to this little the fuck lady out of your balls. Like, <laughs> starts spinning and kicking everyone just as much as you know our main guy does. Yeah. She's a fan of her nightstick. Mm-hmm. She uses that yeah. a lot to hit dudes in the balls. She is yeah. proficient in tonfa. And then she is. She has a routine of when I'm done kicking your ass, I'm going to handcuff you. She mm-hmm. does that all throughout the movie. Yep. Well, because she's a cop. She will spin around and kick ass, and then it's just it's time to time for justice. And I'll say there's <laughs> something I appreciate in all the fight scenes throughout this movie is 
the good guys get the take their licks too. Oh yeah. Like it, there's never a fight where they're just like, no, I'm going to wreck all of you. Like every fight, at least they get they get popped at least right. one or two times. Well, there's there's like two different worlds of of cinema. There is like. There's the uh, the Jason Bourne world where like everything is super realistic and like ha 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 you're done you know like mm-hmm. two hits and you're yeah, down where people can't take many hits right before going and then down. there's this where it's like everybody can you know it, it's like Jackie Chan by the end of the movie it's like mm-hmm. you can take a thousand hits and still kind of keep going yeah and yeah. maybe you just need to have someone pick you up and shake you off <laughs> shake you up a little bit and you're fine you get back in the fight but right just rub just, just understand that yeah. this is most definitely on the far end of that spectrum oh yeah in that world of like yeah we can everyone can take a hit yeah yeah but so they. They get the guy. They they they've brought the guy in. He's been arrested, mm-hmm. and apparently the the chief isn't happy about it. It's it's his confidential informant. Yeah. Um. Well, that, that he, was the guy who was already in the car. He wasn't yeah, part of the. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, they get back to the precinct, and the sergeant's basically like, "Look, that's my CI. Mm-hmm. You didn't have authorization to go do this anyway. You need to check with me." Blah blah blah. Plus, you also fucking destroyed that grocery store. Did, did yeah. we mention the, there was a little bit of a foot chase? Like one. Oh right. Oh, one, main, guy, one guy yeah, gets okay, away yeah. from the from the robbery. That's right. Runs that's... around the corner and is pursued by Kurt, and then kind of sort of stopped by uh, one of these peacemakers. That he we gets clotheslined by a peacemaker. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, it's, Jimmy it, takes a haymaker from a. Pe- peacemaker it's weird because like we, we find out later in the movie that they have police scanner radios that they're mm-hmm. just walking around and listening you know in on what's happening but like he's got like batman sense of like i know exactly where to be this yeah. guy's gonna be coming around the corner it's like i'm gonna hide behind this dumpster mm-hmm. and, and yeah it seemed like him. he was just hanging out in an alley with hobos right. like but yeah he takes him down and you know the cops come over like yeah thanks who are you and he's like i'm i'm a peacemaker and shows him yeah. t-shirt slash badge or something yeah. oh, they have rings that's right they have mm-hmm. these little yeah. yin yang rings he's like oh that's that's great and so the strife yeah so they the, get on the news yeah the, the strife in the precinct is that you know the sergeant goes to Kurt and is basically like oh so all your weird dumb kicking shit and you still have to get saved by these vigilantes huh well because I do they ever establish what city they're in but like no. east haven east side <laughs> she's running for the mayor yeah. east something well whatever i mean the the press in this whatever made up place that they're in mm-hmm. it doesn't have a lot to do because like no they're all over this that like peacemaker helps the cops which yes. sound i mean the way they make it sound like this has happened plenty of times so like why is this news like, well it's it's probably this ramping up news story of the cops aren't doing it anymore right. so the the peacemakers have to step in so there's all this news coverage of it and so the sergeant's super pissed and he's like right but know, i'm saying like it's television cover like by the time he yeah, gets no, back to the back to the precinct it's like he's already like oh really yeah like one of these peacemakers showed yeah. you up and he's just like you know we don't need this you're supposed to be talented and a cop you're supposed to be able to do this on your own and by the way that guy was my ci so we let him go and he's like you let him go jesus yeah so, the, the guy that was already in the car we yeah. let him go so mm-hmm. he's like Confidential yeah. informant. Yes. Or is it? I thought it was criminal informant. Confidential. Oh. Either is way, confidential. Yeah. He calls him his snitch. Yeah, I was going to say the sergeant calls him a snitch. Yeah. His right. best you snitch. inside baseball yes. motherfuckers. Yeah. So they they just peel out and go back to the place where they busted him before because mm-hmm. they know that guy's going straight back to beat up his girlfriend again, which is exactly what's happening. Yeah. He beats her to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this as, is as they're busting in the door. I yeah. Mean, luckily, they have her hidden behind a bed as yeah. he's being her. But I mean, this is like. It's rough. He punches yeah. her to death. This looks realistically bad. Yes. And then Kurt comes in and tries to punch him to death. I mean, yeah. he just goes apeshit on this if guy. If there's one thing about this movie, like compared to most American martial arts movies, mm-hmm. punches come fast in yeah. this movie. This guy has this weird like windmill like like it it's like 
It's like that old Atari boxing game where, like, if the left hand is out, the right one's not, and vice versa. Yeah, he's, got, like, he's got he punches like a rock'em sock'em robot, yeah. but it's like someone went into the in- insides and like put a motor in there. So yeah. it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he beats the living fuck out of the guy, and eventually his partner's like, "Whoa, hold on, let's mm-hmm. stop it." You know, we're cops, and <laughs> so let's go back, mm-hmm. take this guy in, yeah. uh, and so they bring him back in and the chief's like what the christ are you doing with this guy here again <laughs> yeah and kurt's not having it. he's just like yeah well punch yeah punches his sergeant and he's like you got well sergeant goes well, that's two weeks you just earned yourself two weeks suspension yeah. and so he elbows the guy the bad guy laughs yeah he goes, he's like ha ha <laughs> and he gets he gets jacked in the face by by wincott's elbow yeah yeah but it's like he's still like in mid cock from having come back oh, yeah. from the hitting the sergeant, yeah. and the guy just starts laughing. He's just like, "No, fuck you!" Yep, rear elbows him, mm-hmm. and that then the sergeant's just like, like "All right, out, that's you're it. Out you're out of here. You're off the force." And he's, he's just like, like happily throwing. <laughs> and he's and already he's throwing. Like, you can't fire me. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> he's throwing out his badge and like you know already out the door. Keeping my gun. And the, and the guy's <laughs> like, "What the fuck was up with him?" And he's like, "Yeah, he just killed his girlfriend. You asshole." Yeah. He's like, yeah. Uh, and they they have like she follows him into the to the men's locker room at the precinct, and you know he's just like already he's like. He's already in civilian clothes. Like, like literally, he must have like as soon as he left camera frame, it's just yeah. he sprinted to the locker room yeah. and like he changes as fast as he changes. punches. Get this cop bullshit off of me! And just yeah. like his bag's already packed and zipping up by the time she walks in there, it's like, wait, what? Yeah, but and she's like, don't not like this, and he's like, yeah, exactly like this. I'm fucking pissed and I'm out of mm-hmm. here. And she's like, Wah. so he, he uh, this other kind of underling of the of the sergeant who's also kind of a douchebag gives her gives her some lip and she does like a chuck norris style roundhouse kick to the yeah. locker that's open behind him like over his head while he's sitting mm. on a bench yeah it's, I, it's pretty good i just remember that guy's name is winger because yeah. i keep saying it oh right <laughs> jeffrey winger yeah winger <laughs> stupid winger yeah <laughs> that too um but yeah so he's pissed and so he like goes to anger fight uh with his old trainer who's mm-hmm. uh the apollo's coach from rocky that's what you do um so he doesn't really anger fight. He actually anger awaits lifts. He he's, he gets swole, bro. Yeah, he does. He, yeah. He's just like, spot me while I rant. Well, first, like he's spotting the coach guy. A little bit. They're working out. There's a little bit of a backstory. It's not very well told, but it's, it's mostly told by shit that's on the wall and the fact that he owns a boxing gym. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's got a belt on the wall. He's a former champ. You know, he's a local hero, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's just kind of a montage. Of like, yeah, they're they're tight. They know they've known each other. He, I guess, he learned martial arts in this boxing gym. I well, he offers him a job. He's like, look, the kids today, <laughs> they don't want to learn boxing. They think it's dumb. You know that karate stuff. Why don't you come here and teach okay. karate? And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I'll think about it. And so <laughs> these kids in the UFC, yeah, they don't understand real <laughs> fighting. Well, am I the ultimate fighter? <laughs> <laughs> so they they're gonna part ways. But they're they're talking about the the mission of justice stuff. And he's just like, you know, well, why don't you like him anymore? How, how come you don't work there? And he's like, well, I don't trust him. They did this thing where they I quit and they still use my name. And I don't like that. He's like, well, that can't be the worst of it. What's yeah. the worst of it? Yeah. He's like, ah, I'll tell you later. I'll right. tell you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think there's a point where we like see him like counting up some cash. Like I think it, like, that's, actually, yeah, like, that's right after that. That's yeah. right oh, after. Okay. But, but like, as soon as he says, oh, I'll tell I'll tell right. you about it later. We're like, I'll, oh. I'll tell you yeah. the most important detail tomorrow when yeah. you come back. I'm like, oh, you are so dead, guy. Yeah. That's right, because Kurt leaves, and then it's like he goes in the office, starts counting up some money and like putting it in a bag, and um, gets a phone call, which we only hear the one half of, and he's like, I told you to get your money, click. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, then he goes back out, and like I think he has a sack full of money with him. but uh, Someone's banging on the door. Right. Okay, so yeah, so that's when Jimmy, the, uh, the, the kid that we saw earlier as a peacemaker, comes out. Um, or no, he was already like working on the heavy bag. He's like, it's time to pack it up, Jimmy. You got to go home. He's like, Hit I pre- the showers. They're like, you know, he's like, hey, I got time for a shower. He's like, I appreciate you. Let me, you know, work out here, champ. You know, yeah. even though, you know, I'm working. I don't really get it. Even though you quit the peacemakers, like 
I don't know what it has to do with belonging to a no, gym. No, he's still he's still perfectly a peacemaker. Now he just works out there, right? But mm-hmm. he was like apologizing. I'm like, I know, well, you, I know, you left champ, but you know, and I'm still a peacemaker. It's, of it, you know, he's he, he's like, you're not going to be mad at me if I stay there, even though you had a difference of opinion with the with the boss lady, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. This is, my gym is your gym. And he's yeah. like, all right, hit the showers. All right, so this kind of leads into something I was going to ask: Was Scientology like known about? In 1992, yeah, oh, like, like everyone like understood. Okay, because yes. this is ba- this basically feels like a very thinly veiled Scientology type thing. Yeah, just with because, more punching in it. Yeah, but they're <laughs> very much like her whole thing is very cult like. Oh yeah, which kind of seems to explain like why that like you know, and if you're out, you're clearly out. The the thing with the tapes that comes up later is is straight up Scientology because okay. they just basically record you confessing your worst shit. And then they hoard that information. So if you ever try to leave, they've threatened to make it go public. Okay. So that's this straight up Scientology bullshit mm-hmm. okay. throughout this thing. So so that's clear. So yeah. that, that kind of explains why he's like, yeah, I'm glad you let me work out here. You know, you probably right. shouldn't. <laughs> I probably shouldn't work out here, but whatever, man. Yeah. Right. But he's just like, I'm going to go hit the showers and, you know, leaves him. Mm-hmm. And about that time, you know, as soon as he like leaves the room, I mean, this is one of those movies. It doesn't waste any time. It's like nope. somebody leaves the room, knock on the door, people are coming in and it's Brigitte Nelson and the, uh, you know, her goon squad, mm-hmm. her, t- her turtleneck goon squad. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're all just like, where's and, the money, Lebowski? <laughs> yeah. And we've seen her earlier, like looking kind of normal with long hair. She was in a TV interview when the yeah. good press was happening. That's yeah. right. But suddenly she has her, you know, Rocky Four hair. Yeah. It's it's short and spiky. And she's, her murder hair. Right. Like she has her PR hair and she has her murder mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. yeah. She clearly so, murder hairs it up. Yeah. Like, like, you know, bad things are going to go down if she's got that haircut. Right. Yep. So they come in and it's just basically like, come back. No, fuck you. And then the, the, the dude, Cedric, he's like, let's, let's go. Let's get in yeah. the ring. Let's settle this. Well, well, this is when I come in peace. Alien guy mm-hmm. walks in from the back yeah. and, right. and, and he's just like, no, you will agree to this. And he's like, no. okay, here, you want a shot at the champ? Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, let's go. And that's her. She introduces him as his brother, Titus, Titus, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I come in peace guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they get in the ring, and I mean, you can—I mean, he goes full on boxing stance, and you can clearly tell that the other dude is in like a kickboxing stance. And it's like this is probably not going to go well for you. Yeah, because the the one dude Cedric is boxing him and punching him a lot, and then Titus is just like, "Nah, fuck this," and just starts kicking him and kneeing him, and yeah, eventually steps on his hand. Mm-hmm. So, and then he just keeps punching with the left, yep. like he's holding the right down because the right's been stomped, and then eventually. Eventually, Titus like grabs that and breaks his breaks his other hand, and that's when he falls to his knees and just what, screams. Well, he gets at him like down, but like palms flat, and I yeah. think doesn't he like jump up and land well, both well, he, heels on his hands? No, he landed. He landed on the first hand. Oh, he okay. did that, and then yeah. the other one, like he got, he kind of got him like just in the submission hold oh, and like yeah. a pinch broke thing. it. Yep. And but he, <laughs> but the champ just falls down to his knees and is like, and just stares at him for a minute, and he goes. You broke my fucking hands. <laughs> like yep. he's like holding them like on. Yeah, he's yeah. so dramatic. It takes oh, him like yeah, it's 30 so seconds yeah, to like, say you broke my fucking you broke hands. My fucking hands. <laughs> and, but and the whole time he's holding his hands yeah. in front of him like look at I have claws mm-hmm. now. And that's What's when Titus basically you? just roundhouse kicks. Well yeah, the he goes that's not all I'm going to break. Yeah. And then he and then I thought that's when he killed him like he cracks his head and his head snaps back yeah but no they just they drag him out of the ring and brigitte nielsen produces a flower and is like take this flower from the church of religious consciousness and mm-hmm. you know d- join us and he's like he gives nah, a roundhouse kick. i'll never yeah. join you mm-hmm. and they're like 
okay. And she turns to one of her goons like, give me my murder sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just pulls out dual knives and just whoosh, yeah, cuts his throat. Yeah, she's got a fancy yeah. flair for slicing throats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then puts and, the knives back in the in the she's yeah. bloody. Yeah. Which, yes. uh, no, no, bad yeah, form. to her family yeah, doing yeah. that. Bad form. And we'll note that Jimmy is watching. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like Jimmy has kind of heard something going on. And yeah. well, he, po- I don't think he did because he was just kind of like <laughs> like yeah. around the corner, like whoa, okay, yeah, step like, back. Oh, what's yeah. going yeah. on here? Yeah, like, I think he was hiding kind of in the office or something. It was the locker room door. He was, but he sees everything happen through the window. Yeah, and then as soon as they leave, he's like. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. He goes over, checks the champ. He's bleeding out. He's dead. And like, well, he nothing just, I can do. He runs away, and some homeless guy sees him, which is like just convenience for later in the mm-hmm. plot. It, yeah, the homeless guy didn't see anyone else come out right. of here. But yep. cops show up the next day, uh, or you know, the cops are there investigating, mm-hmm. and Kurt comes in, you know, to start his new job, and he's like, "What?" And you know, the the sergeant there's like, "No civilians, get him out of here." Mm-hmm. And his old ex partner is just like, just calm down. Wait, Let's- was he actually? Did, um, it's minutia, but did he actually decide to take the job, or did he just come back to get the yeah, rest of the I story? So. I think both. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, he was like, you yeah, take the job, and I'll tell you the rest of the yeah. story. Yeah. But he's, you know, he it comes was the in. early '90s. You know, when you quit your job, sure. you still had money, yeah. so you could uh, just wander around and do stuff for a while before yeah. you found another one. <laughs> Those were good times. Yeah. So he he gets to investigate a little bit on his own, and he finds yeah. the flower that that. Mm-hmm. Cedric kicked out of the but but she tells him she tells him it was a robbery gone wrong yeah. they you know it was bad they broke his hands and we note that Titus steals his belt mm-hmm. that's the yes. last thing he does before they fucking kill him takes his goes, like, pants belt his is he takes his because he is belt. a world champion boxer heavyweight like, champion like literally heavyweight champion boxer mm-hmm. and. Titus takes the belt and puts it over his shoulder and goes, "Guess I'm the champ now." Yep. Well, and then they fucking kill that guy. Mm-hmm. Like that's he, just he invited wrong. him to like yeah to, to I know. he's like come in and fight me for for my championship. Yeah, it was a title match. Yeah, I mean yeah, guy said it's it. like the hardcore like the hardcore. Yeah, yes, belt. you have to defend still it anytime. <laughs> that shit's cold. Besides, they cold. they actually literally cashed in money in the bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but so they've got the belt, mm-hmm. which comes up later. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. But, but yes, but but it's part of like the the cover is that the the place has been robbed, mm-hmm. and that yeah, he got it rough. <laughs> they broke his hands before they murdered him, and he's just and and you know, Kurt's just like I don't think so, man. But he leaves. But, like the yeah. champ was tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, we should know like the asshole sergeant is just standing over there, just like glaring, like not saying anything, just like ordering people to get him out. Oh yeah, and then like he finally, you know, Steel goes over and is like, you, you need to leave. Just like I'll, I'll keep you informed. And he's like, oh, fine. Yeah. And man, the sergeant gives the smarmiest fucking smile when he leaves. Yeah. Like I mean, it's it's unfortunate that he does he doesn't see it. Like Kurt doesn't see it, but it's just like, oh fuck this guy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of people in this movie that are like, fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like this guy is like are, like earned it real quick because yeah. he gave oh, yeah. him, he was giving him shit even though he did is the right thing and he let the scumbag go that went and killed his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so Kurt basically goes to investigate the local, like the subdivision mission of justice, like donation center. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is kind of run by a fake ju- judge. Ryan well, it was the it was the recruitment center. It wasn't yeah. like the main actual. No, it wasn't the, the compound. Yeah. It was just this. Recruitment yeah. Well, center. he's seeing some. He sees her on TV mm-hmm. saying how sad she is about. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, the, he, he, he broke gym. in first. That's yeah. he broke in to investigate the gym, found the uh, rose in the pile of sand yeah. because when the champ was angry earlier, he busted mm-hmm. a hole in the in the heavy bag, so it was leaking sand, mm-hmm. and, and the cops missed that. And he, you know, he, you know, when he was angrily 
shaking Bridget Bridget Nelson. He like grabbed her rose and threw it. And, yeah, and it, this is one of those movies where the cops are so incompetent right. throughout that it's almost that you expect them to be in on it with her. Right. Yes, and yet they're not. No, amazingly enough, it's they're just that, shitty cops. Yeah, she kind of has a cops. point. In that, yeah. yeah, we do also need this additional force on the street. Yeah, because but also they're pure suck. fucking evil, so that's no good either. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he. Uh, but, but yeah, but he's watching TV, and she's saying, "Oh, she, you know, yeah. she felt like the, you can't believe the champ was murdered. We have to take care of the crime in this city. It's terrible." Mm-hmm. But she, meanwhile, she's wearing the same flower right. yeah, on her lapel. Like, that's what I'm saying. He broke in first, and, 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 and Steele caught him doing it too. Yeah. And, and that's when she but gave she him knew. the information of like. Guy saw somebody fleeing the scene. Super vague description. Young guy, maybe black because it was dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And maybe had a piece ma- uh, makers. Yeah. She actually keepers. tells him that later. But I thought it was the same. No, no. she tells him that later. No, but either okay. way, it's like she just she basically gives him the details. And he's right. like, man. Yeah. But so he sees her on TV. So like, he sees oh, her on TV line. and he's like, OK, I need to investigate this. And that's when he goes to the uh, to the recruitment center. Mm-hmm. But and- also the toughs from the grocery store robbery have just gotten out of jail too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're that guy also murdered, murdered his girlfriend. Yeah. And is out on bail. No, 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 no different no, guy, different. Th- these are the punks. Okay. From the okay grocery sorry. Store. The, they are like, okay, let's go get these peacemaker fucks. And they're also headed to the recruitment center. Mm-hmm. So Kurt's in there and he's getting like the, the weird Scientology tour of like here by this book that you must read, fill out this form. We'll be testing your thetans later. Just sit tight. Um, and so then the, the punks just come in and they're like, we're going to fuck you up. And Kurt comes out and is like, what's all this then? And just beats the living shit out of all three of them. Yeah. I don't really understand why they were going to fuck up the, because Jimmy, the one peacemaker is the one who actually stopped the okay, guy from so getting he was just the like, money. Fuck you peacemakers. Like, oh, yes. that's what it was. Yeah. Right, they right. swore their revenge on yeah. the peacemakers. Oh, okay. Bad yeah. idea. Yes. So, but. Yeah, but- Dude's like, wow, Kurt, you've got special skills. Uh-huh. We could totally use you. I'm going to mm-hmm. take you to meet Brigitte Nielsen right now, which they do. <laughs> he takes her. Sign me up. Right over there. It's just like, this guy, we got robbed, and this guy, he saved mm-hmm. me, and he's really good. He wants to be a peacemaker, so can can he be a peacemaker? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, probably. I don't know. Let's. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's interview. Let's you. Investi- investigate. Yeah. Let's his go walk through the garden and plot things like yeah. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so they go out for a walk. Meanwhile, like, angry admin assistant of the group is like, I'll get into the computer and look up all the information mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, which in like five keystrokes and two mouse clicks, it's like, okay, he has like $4,320 in the bank. Yeah. Here's uh, his credit he, score. He's got a mortgage score of this. I blah, appreciate blah. that the first thing they do is check his bank account yeah. balance. Right. It's like, oh, how much does he got? Yeah. He had like, what did they say? $12,000 in the bank. See, no, that's, it was that's the like early a million 90s. dollars in 90s money. Yeah. yeah. No yeah, way. It was Cop the early man. 90s. That's why he wasn't he wasn't too concerned about getting a job. No, he, he had like, all that money. <laughs> I got at least three months sitting in here. Did we? Yeah, at we saw like a place. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So. It's a it's a shitty apartment. Right. It's no big deal. But yeah. I guess he's all that money he's saving on rent. And he put into his bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, but he straight up tells Brigitte Nielsen, like, uh, yeah, I used to be a cop like yesterday. Now I'm not a cop anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, that's very interesting. That might come in handy. Meanwhile, and, you know, people are running out like, hey, you know, he, he was a cop. He's a cop. He yeah. wasn't. They're actually, no, they'd say it in the press. And it's like, he was a cop. And she's like, yeah, no, he, he told me that. Yeah. Well, no, the computer says <laughs> yeah, they so. think that he's still a cop. The computer though. says he's still a cop because, oh. you know, who the fuck updates the police computer well, every day? Who the fuck <laughs> updates their account balance in 1992 on the computer? Hey, I, <laughs> man, Scientologists they, they do. They have a connection to the yeah. to the bank. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure, it was still kind of mostly paper back then. Is all I'm saying. 
It might be true. Yeah. But, but either way, either way they, they freak out and she's like, no, nah, it's good. He told me all this. So, but then they're also like, this might come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they let him start training. Yeah. It's, is that when they sent, do the, they let him train first or do they set him out on the fake mission to embarrass the cops to get that front page story of cop quits? Oh, no, they, they immediately send that story. Yeah. Because her whole thing is, you know, trying to get elected as the mayor. Right. Which, you know, and, and her press guy is controlling all the press in the city. Mm-hmm. So they can get a they can get a front page story that says cop quits to join peacemakers. Yeah. And they're like, this the is the next greatest. day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because everything to them is some kind of spin for mm-hmm. a story. Yeah. But they let him train. They they have mm-hmm. they do stretches and kicking out in the front lawn. And yeah. we meet we meet an analyst. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, late pretty lady comes out and does stretches like seductively right in front of him yeah. for some reason. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's- yeah, I mean, it's really just it's an excuse to like, oh, maybe she knows some martial arts besides just being the one who runs the Thetan meter, right. you know, like because the there's going to be the, 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 <laughs> later, you know, later down the line. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, the E meter. Yes, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said theater. Oh, no, it's actually called the E meter. I know. I know. You know, you know, I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know what I know. All right. Yeah. So there's like a, a, a they're sparring like they're doing karate sparring and mm-hmm. stuff. And man, this one trainer is just beating the fuck out of this other person. Oh, yeah. Who who like dared to kick the trainer mm-hmm. during this. Well, And at least it, this dude, when getting kicked, is selling the kicks yes. like he, he's he's getting hit. And then all of a sudden is just doing like. Okay, I'm going to spin as many times as I can before landing. There's a lot of that like weird like wrap a wire around somebody and just pull it real tight so they spin mm-hmm. like 980 degrees <laughs> when they get kicked. There's a lot of that in this. Um so it, then like the 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 teacher puts someone in a in a hold and is like this holds impossible to get out of. Yeah. And, and, and Kurt's, Kurt's in like, the back like well, Kurt goes, I once thought like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Ooh. he's like, oh, what? <laughs> Come on up, up here. here. <laughs> Let's show me. And he gets right out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kurt Harris, you're the next contestant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Peacemaker beat down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, and then and, and as this is happening, it's almost like super fights kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, where, where the Vince McMahon guy was just watching through the window like, oh, this is good training. Yeah. Like, like Brigitte Nielsen <laughs> happens to be walking by and just like, it's going to take more than that move to join the peacemakers. It's like, what? What do you mean? It's like, really? Because you've kind of let him go pretty far on really nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is this when she takes him down to the basement? Yeah. It's pretty much like, because we, we were all like, dude, he's been here like a day. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, you're ready for the initiation <laughs> yeah. ceremony. Yeah. She's basically like, it's going to take more than that. Come with me. Yeah. And it's like, here's my evil underground dojo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go down this big sinister elevator into this big sinister basement, and she's put on this weird white Nazi jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Like I, I was kind of wondering. Like I, I'm 99 percent sure she was not wearing that when she did the. Oh no! The drive oh, no. She nope, was wearing her so, public relations. <laughs> did she have like a Batman pole where she just changes as she goes down? Maybe she had a yeah. locker room right nearby. She was like, "Hold up a minute." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe and the elevator was so slow, honestly, like a Mass Effect elevator. <laughs> yeah, but you get there, and this feels like a scene from a different movie. A little bit. Well, this is like the first reveal of this place is fucked. Like. Yeah. This is not just a regular, like, Guardian Angels kind of organization. There's something really weird going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. here. Yeah, but, but uh, it's it's Kurt and two other dudes are about to be initiated, which is 
run the fucking beatdown gauntlet of yeah. guys yeah. with a scream. It's the literal gauntlet. Yeah. Yes, I mean yeah. there's there's this giant you know like red carpet and twenty dudes, ten yeah. on each side at least. Yeah, giant columns. It's very yeah. It's like a parking garage, but but for kicking. <laughs> yeah, but but it's all it's a, dark and it's only lit like above yeah. the middle of the gauntlet. Yeah, it's a purpose built like it's an evil dojo, it, Nazi evil dojo sure. sort yeah, of yeah. thing. It's, it's yeah, pretty, but with a little bit of slight Italian fare. It's kind of yeah. it's all things World War Two. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, but so so she's thing. like yeah. In the training order, ran on time. in order to join, you have to complete the gauntlet. <laughs> yes, and so they hand it to the guys to uh, Kurt's left. Hand him mm-hmm. two sticks, and he promptly beats down the first guy. Yep, and then starts fighting the second guy, and then kind of gets to the third guy, and is like, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of guys. Yeah, and you know, just gets beat down, and they just drag him off. Drag him off. And so they hand it to the other guy on the other side of Kurt, mm-hmm. and that guy gets a little bit further. Not by much. Not by much. Yeah, but uh, maybe that first guy that got beat up was a little tired. I don't know, but but yeah, so they drag this guy off and mm-hmm. then they're like and then, and then she's like kurt in order to to do this you have to finish the gauntlet you know and he's like yeah we're, we're like, that out yeah we're like the other guys are like well, what did you tell us that yeah, I, we didn't sign up for this yeah. you didn't tell didn't us know. the rules yeah but he just kind of looks at her you know they hand him the sticks he looks at her and he just throws the sticks in the middle of the thing mm-hmm. and turns around and walks away he's like nah and they're like what yeah and then he's like no fuck all that and he does kind of the the he merrily retins into the scene. <laughs> yeah, he, he's doing all the handsprings, yeah. cartwheels through the middle, and grabs the sticks. He kind of bypasses the first like six dudes by doing yeah, that. Which yeah. I don't know if that's the rule. Like if you can just get by them no matter what. I don't like, know. If you could fly over all the way to the end. Like would that count? I don't know, but <laughs> I do know that once he picks up the sticks, this movie gets pretty fucking awesome because this fight is nice. He wrecks dudes. There are so many dudes. <laughs> and and it's not like one where it's like, okay, one guy steps up to fight. Like there are times where there's like three or four of them trying to murder him mm-hmm. while he's doing this. Mm-hmm. And just with these sticks, man, every hit looks like it hurts like hell. You yeah. know, like, like it's, it's a scene where everybody is selling every hit that they're taking. Well, and I mean, I'm watching this like every guy's just getting hit on the side of the face with these things. And I'm like, man, one of those, and I'm done for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, no solid food, nothing. I am just, I'm not getting up. And Six they're weeks? just like, extensive Haha. dental work. <laughs> yeah. Six weeks, oh. really? I'd be With dead. That much force? I'd be dead. Okay. I'd well, be I'm, dead. I'm a better man than you. <laughs> I would well, only be out. You just Six have weeks. a thicker skull. <laughs> One guy near the end is dead. Oh, totally dead. He fucking goes drum machine on that guy. Yeah. I mean, if it's possible to bruise a human to death, yes. he bruised yeah. that guy to death. Yes. He could feel it coming in the air tonight yes. because that fucker got beat <laughs> yeah. down. Because I mean, some of them are the just... xylophone on his ribs. Yeah. Some of them are just like, like the weird, just like Steven Seagal, just bat, 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 bat. you know, it's like, what's happening? I don't know. But that guy got hit, whatever. And then like he will get to that guy towards the end and he fucking murders that guy with hits. He probably yeah. hit that guy 30 or 40 times at yeah. least. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Up it, was, and down. it was a timpani of pain. Yeah. <laughs> Just every note on his body. <laughs> yeah. Just his entire torso was yeah. destroyed. He was doing like, scales. Like shattered every rib. Like <laughs> what, 206 notes yeah. on them? <laughs> How many bo- yeah, bolts are keys. in the body? <laughs> so... Man, that guy. <laughs> the key of pain. Yeah, but I fully expected like the last two dudes to go, nope, <laughs> and just turn and walk it away. it gets to that point. Yeah. It, it really does where it's just like he is just beating the hell out of yeah. everybody. And it's not like, and they hit him a few times. Like he oh, takes sure. a few hits here and there. Yeah. 
I do like that over his shoulder on occasion in the fight, you see Brigitte Nielsen just grinning like an idiot, just yeah. like, yes, he's so good. But my main question about this is, I mean, considering how bad he beat everybody's ass doing that, mm-hmm. like, how do the other guys that are already in, how did they survive the gauntlet? There was no him. Yeah, there yeah. was probably, I mean, the first guy had it the easiest. He just walked to the end. And yeah. the second guy only had to fight one guy. Yeah. So on and so forth. Yeah, a lot of them were just grandfathered in. Yeah. They're, they're just, <laughs> they're just they're, like, well, I got in yeah. early. Well, I'm I not just really here. not yeah. very And good. I guess the question is now, like, how do they ever get somebody new in? Yeah. Because they're going to get to the end and he's going to be like, hey, I'm Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. He's going to go Neil Pert on their yeah. face. Yeah. Like, like they're done. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> the, yes. the, well, and also the thing... The gauntlet is no longer a viable option anymore. Well, the thing you've got to figure, too, is that the guys at the very front, like the, the last guys who would ever be faced, probably never get a workout anyway because no one ever gets that far. Yeah. So those guys, their skills have to diminish a, a great deal over time. Yeah. This I, is a bad system. This I is not kinda, a good hiring I process. I do kind of wonder, like, how did they set up the gauntlet? Did they draw numbers? Was it like, is it by seniority? I, maybe they have... I, I don't know. I mean, if you're like the guy who's been in there the longest. New guy goes first. Yeah. Well, if you're the guy who's been there longest, you're like, man, I want to be in the front of the line because I want to fight. Or are you like, eh. They'll they'll, they'll never get to me. Yeah. Yeah, I had to skip lunch today, so I'm going to take the back row. Maybe. Maybe it's just time. Like, whoever gets there first, you just assign. Oh, man. So just, it's so a like, mad scramble to get those front <laughs> positions. Now, it's got to be, it's, at least the first two positions have to be noobs, because, like, guy's going to come out swinging as hard as he can, oh, sure. as fast as he can, mm-hmm. putting his best shit forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you got to let the noobs take their lumps. Anyway, this is a horrible way. <laughs> this is a horrible way yeah. to bring people in. This is a great way to bring <laughs> people in. Most games people bring people in is shit like this. I know, but... so. He's yeah. basically murdered everyone's faces. Yeah. And I love that, like, <laughs> most of them have gotten back up, but that one guy who got the yeah. friggin' the drum solo on his brain, he's, he's yeah. like, still laying there in a clump oh, on the floor. Also, the guy that got flung into the column. Oh, yeah. That yeah. guy's still down, oh, yeah, too. That guy. There were, are are there we sure like that four. wasn't the same guy? Because, like, there was one guy no, that seemed like that he had earlier. a fucking murder boner that, for That was the guy that got flung into yeah. the column. I would say, but like, he, one guy more than anyone else was like, you. Yeah, because there, there was that a point where... That guy got a couple good hits on him as he's like... No. Well, uh-uh. Kurt was without sticks at one point, so he had to act like hand to hand combat the dude, yeah. and he just fucking chucks him into this thing. Yeah. Like this, this is one of those movies where gravity doesn't well, quite did, play right. But. Didn't he break one of the screaming sticks on somebody's like yes, chin he did. or like yes. yeah, yeah, on someone, his leg? There was a slow mo. He was trying to spin kick, and he just busted that yeah. thing at the oh, leg coming at him. God, yeah, damn. There are four or five things in this movie that make you just go, "Oh God!" <laughs> yeah, it was like steel getting hit in the face at the end of the aisle. Mm-hmm. Like that dude, yeah. dude getting the, the thing broken is like, and the guy getting thrown in the column. There's Plus, a okay. lot. Like I feel like a horrible person, but there's a lot of our favorite thing is where like we know the stunt probably went wrong. Yep. And you almost wonder if the one where it just breaks while that guy's trying to kick him was mm-hmm. a stunt gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, oh, you know, and, he her, totally... and her getting her head just jacked into that. That seemed like that... she just got bumped into it and they just like play up the sound effect. It just made yeah. it look like he bent her in half. <laughs> yeah. But either way, he gets to the end and like, all right. Yeah. Damn, Kurt, you're in. You're king of the missions <laughs> yeah. of justice. You have run the gauntlet. Here's your ring. So now you're in. Yeah. Now you're a peacemaker. Kurt, yeah. you only have to get through the first six. Please stop hurting yeah. everyone. <laughs> have mercy on the rest of them. But yeah. Oh, and the final two is just like he's like fuck the sticks, and he just goes up and like double kicks them in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And God. so yeah, the goons, or her goons, are like, we're not going to allow this, and she's like, let him pass. Yeah. Well, he basically gets up there and like. 
the ones that still can are standing there and they start applauding them with their sticks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, welcome to our newest member, Kurt. Mm-hmm. But this starts the whole process of like, she's totally on board with him. She's just like, yeah, he's awesome. He's going to be my number one. That's yeah. fantastic. Meanwhile, everyone else in the organization is like, this fucking guy, I no, don't trust this guy. Well, her, he's too good at things. Well, the entire organization is just shifty as shit. Yeah, yeah they well, are. All she's, the time. she's got her one office dude who I, I'm assuming is her campaign manager. Yes. Yeah. It's just got the like the highest, most smarmy hair possible. Uh huh. Like, yeah. it, it, and that, that's the dude that just like every like as soon as he saw me, he's like, I don't, I don't trust this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, dig up whatever you can. He's the one that's standing in the window, just like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, looking at them out there I doing don't like things. This. I don't like any of this. this guy is here. It's making my hair higher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's he's, he's in, in now, and hmm? he's in. Yeah, he's in yeah. now, and um. So now he's just on the prowl. Yeah, I think they, they go, you know, stop some crime, like some basic crime first. I think there's like one quick outing with where he meets up with. There's another dude. I don't even remember the guy's name. Doesn't yeah. really matter. But he meets up with one guy and then gets paired up with um, Jimmy. Who uh, They have to go get Jimmy. Oh, that's right. Jimmy he, has decided yeah, to what, not ever yeah. do this again. Right. Well, yeah. After watching the leader yes. of this cult yeah. murder one of his good buddies. Right. Yeah, so they go get him and like, come on, dude. You got yeah, yeah, you haven't been on patrol for a while, Jimmy. And his grandmother What's who he lives with is like, you know, why aren't you out there with the nice peacemakers and all this? Yeah. And, and and they've been meeting with the grandmother on the side and they're like, you know, they've been like, has she changed her will yet? And, yeah, like yeah. they've got this weird scheme. I mean, like her house is the house from up because everywhere else <laughs> is like all built up and, mm-hmm. you know, parking lots and, you know, different kind of construction all around this like, old house that's just in the yeah. middle of you know this commercial yeah. district now and and uh, like in front of her like brigitte nielsen pulls aside the other the psychi other psychiatrist doctor lady and it's just like we need to get her to change that will soon that's worth like millions of dollars that property yes make it happen <laughs> the house from up yes yeah so yeah so they've got that going on so they they so jimmy reluctantly comes out with them because he's like all right because the grandmother's just like get out there you don't you can't be you were in trouble before and they helped you and so help them and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And he doesn't want to tell anybody about what happened. No. But yeah, they, they eventually they stop a drug deal. They stop because they get it deal. on the radio because Steele has to go out on patrol with the chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not really hiding her, oh, her pleasure of that. She's like, she has. It's a real honor to have you here, sir. He's like, is it? He's like, yeah, we never see you on the streets anymore. Just like <laughs> yeah. ever. And he's like PR. Yeah. Dick. It's a PR thing. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, because they get a call that there's a drug deal in progress. Mm -hmm. So they're all converging on this drug deal where, okay, so it's a guy (laughs) opens briefcase and is just like, let me taste your cocaine. And he spoils it by opening it. This is fantastic cocaine. I would like to buy some from you. And And they just come out there like, freeze. Well, we're arresting you. (laughs) And, 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 And the chief goes, put down the briefcase, Chinaman. And the guy goes, I'm from Korea, man. And he goes, He's from China, and the guy opens up the the minivan with an Uzi. And he goes, "Hello," <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not like, no, it's that is literally exactly what happens in this movie, and how that guy says it. That is that is how you embrace racism and turn it the fuck around. <laughs> because it's like you said this dumb shit, and now there's a gun pointed at your head. Yeah, I don't know. I love it. And he goes, it "Mr. Great. Uzi is from China, <laughs> also." Yes. Yeah. In perfect English. Now yeah. he's like done with this stereotype yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Oh, so it's just out of nowhere. It's so good. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, but and then so of course 
So they've got Kurt, the drop Kurt on the and company. Yeah, Curtain Company have to save them. Yeah. So they, you know, he kicks the Uzi out of the guy's hand, and the other guys, you well, know, kills the guy trying to buy the drugs because the gun oh, goes yeah. off. And yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah, they, basically and, kicks the gun into it. And, yeah. oh, okay. and the getaway driver, the other two guys, literally rip him out of the car and yep. start beating him. Actually, before the guy got shot, because I think, um, no, yeah, they, they showed up first. The the, the peacemaker showed up first. Mm-hmm. But the thing I love about the scene, besides the obvious comedy, comedy about <laughs> racism, um, mm-hmm. is there's a point where they come out and they're like, they do the freeze thing, and the guy that's trying to buy the drugs is incensed. He is just like, "Hey, what? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm busy here." Like, he's just like, he's like, on what he's grounds? Like, like, what, what do you sir, think? sir, you're criming. <laughs> like, you're doing crime right now. <laughs> like, I don't know Listen, if you're, you're aware of that. Quota. You still trying to meet my quota. You still have cocaine all over you. But he's just, he's, I love how incensed he is. He's like, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I am a businessman. I have rights. Do you see this suit? <laughs> I am paying for drugs. How dare you? But anyway, it's yes. not like I was stealing. Yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> this was a legitimate drug transaction. Yeah. But anyway, so the peacemaker saved the day and mm-hmm. the chief is just like, he's, you know, he's embarrassed, but also just pissed the entire time. Just like, and they're giving him shit for it. Mm-hmm. Kurt is just like, yeah, way to go. Way to solve this crime. Piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's pissed. Like, yeah. he's more pissed to him than he is at the criminals. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, his old partner shows up and she's just like, so you're this now? You're a peacemaker now? This is what you're doing? He's like, yeah, got to do something. Yeah, he can't, I need a job. Yeah. Yeah, he can't, can't live on $12,000 forever. <laughs> he can't like let in on what his real yeah. plan is because, you know, the other peacemakers are around. Yeah, he's, he's just like, yeah, I'm going to do this now. So see you around. And is, is it, where does he get the information about that there was actually, it seems like it comes really late that there was a witness to the murder. Because he kind of sort of she follows him back to his apartment or later that night yeah. he comes home and she barges in is like, hey, what the hell are you doing being a peacemaker? Mm-hmm. And that's when she gives him the information. OK, yeah. yeah, because like very next step is like the um the guy that worked at the, the um recruitment center for whatever reason is walking <laughs> around the streets with a bucket, you know, for donations for this says mission state. of justice yeah. on it. And everybody is putting money in the mission. Oh, yeah. of ju- they're like they love the mission of justice. Like right. been buying the propaganda so yeah. bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently, like that's the secret is like walk around with the bucket. Don't ask people for money because yeah, man, like everyone yeah. on the st- street is like here, take my twenty. Yeah, because uh, this is the nineties. This... We have lots of money. Um, yeah, exactly. Everyone has money. But he he goes into this uh, auto body place, which we have already seen is like a chop shop. It's a chop shop. I mean, you know, it says something automotive on it, but like mm-hmm. we've already seen a scene where you're like, hey, don't chop it one, just paint it and get it to this guy. Yeah. And he's knocking on the door. He's like, hi, I was asked to collect an extra donation, you know, from our generous supporters. That's funny. He's like, buzz off. And they push him down and, you know, knock his money everywhere. It's a lot harsher than buzz off. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not paying you any more fucking money. Right. Yeah. Push. But, but they push him down. <laughs> no, he calls somebody else to come over and push the guy. He's like, oh, that's right. throw yeah. this guy out yeah. of here. And it's well, like, the guy that was, guy wasn't even in there. The guy was going to answer the door with a double barrel shotgun. <laughs> yes. yeah. He calls idiot. him and then he's like, don't answer the fucking door with a shotgun, you <laughs> yeah. idiot. But anyway, like, he pushes the guy down. And again, like another great reaction of like just completely incensed by this. <laughs> and he's just like, how dare you? We will not stand for this insolence. I'm going to report your insolence to the doctor. And it's like, what? Are you going to duel later? What is this? Of course, you know this means war. Yes, exactly. I demand satisfaction. He, he probably goes and sees Brigitte Nelson, like, you know, He's like, hat in I hand. was collecting money for you, and the man pushed me. Bad, bad. Pushed me down, and money went everywhere, and some blew away. 
I'm sorry. And she's like, no, no, thank you for no, telling it's, me. It's yeah, we'll we'll take care of it. Yeah. And, and it's like, like literally, like she's got this big, goofy, like politician smile on her face. You know, the door shuts behind him and she's like, go and get them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they basically send, she's like, send Harris and, you know, let yeah. him pick his, his squad. Yeah. Now we skipped a little something. Okay. Because they sent him and they, I know it was earlier because of what happens after he goes there, but they, he gets the tape of what happened with fuck i forgot all about that yeah there, there's so a boring. whole scene where he gets back and he's <laughs> trying to sneak into a place and i come in peace guy is like what are you doing here yeah. and then they yeah. try to give him the mind zap like like the brain scanner thing that mm-hmm. the doctor tries to get answers out of him for like five seconds yeah before brigitte nielsen comes out and is like oh yeah. i'd like to talk to him now yeah. i think that like after that is when he got taken to the underground layer so i think that was like the scene right before he no got no it's, it's, it's after because he's a member and he's like it's a long walk home. Do you, can I just spend oh, yeah, the night yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, and they're like, yeah. I just beat up a million dudes. Yeah, and she's like, No, of course. So yeah. Like everyone's welcome. No, to no, be not, here. not when he does the sneaking around bit, but when he had the test on his Thetans tested or whatever. I thought that was like, No, it was right before. Okay. They yeah, took, that's before how he, knew- he decided he wanted to go to bed there. Yeah, gotcha. that's how he knew which, to go in there and get you know the stuff. He, he sees the video camera and then he's able to climb into the drop ceiling of the strongest like, drop ceiling permanent ever. strength because mm-hmm. like any drop ceiling on the planet, you're going to drop through that yeah, ceiling. You can, they barely hold <laughs> and, the tiles themselves in yeah. there, much less anything. But else. no, he's able to climb around like he's in a, a diehard air duct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's, this, it's this long, drawn-out, dull scene of him sneaking in to see what's up, mm-hmm. and he gets the tape that they have on the his friend, the, the boxing coach. Well, yeah, they have a whole row of tapes that, that have the names huge on them. Yeah, so well, it's some just, of them, like, normal size, and I guess the ones that have really good stuff are, like, you know, they, they yeah. blow up the big font, like, oh, as big as you can put on the case. Exactly. Yeah. So he gets that tape, and then that's, he's in his apartment watching that uh, when she comes in, when they're giving the information, mm-hmm. when they're talking to each other, and it's basically him getting his the the, the boxing coach getting his Thetan test and basically revealing that he bet on himself in his title fight, mm-hmm. even though he won, he didn't throw the fight or anything, but he did yeah. bet on himself and got a lot of money for doing it. Yeah, and it was like if if the boxing commission finds I out, they'll actually strip got the, title. the impression he lost that. <clears throat> no, that that's match. how his title fight he won. That's he yeah, won no, the, it's true because like, yeah, well, no, he makes a point to say he only bet on himself because yeah, he knew he, he was going to win. Right, right, but there, there, there's a line that threw me off there because she said he says something like. He's like, well, don't let anybody know because that'd be illegal. And she's like, oh, I wouldn't. He's like, because I didn't throw that fight or any other fight. Yeah. And it's like, well, that, you know, throwing a fight means you would lose. Right. But, but he's anyway. just saying he didn't bet. Right. And okay. throw the fight. He went out there and won because he knew he sure. was going to win. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is the piece of dirt they had on him mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, so, man, he's just super pissed about this. And he just, just rips this tape apart just to shreds. Just. Yeah. Grr. Yeah. So anyway, that's the information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she. Yeah, because she wanted to take it to the chief. And he's like, fuck no. Yeah. No, fuck no. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll deal well, with yeah, this. Well, yeah, and he's also just like, no, this is like his one big secret. I'm not letting it come out. Yeah, no, they will strip his, they yeah, will They will take bullshit. his title away anyway. So, no, we can't embarrass incensed. him. Yeah. So, anyway, they're, they're going on this mission to mm-hmm. exact revenge on the chop shop. Yes. So, it's him and the other guy who kind of looks like him, but his pants are way too high, and Jimmy. Yeah, because now he knows that Jimmy, Jimmy was the witness. Yes. Or at least he's pretty darn sure that it yeah, was Jimmy. Yeah, they, they've talked, and it's just like, okay, man. Yeah. But so, it, so he specifically calls Jimmy to come to it. and So they get to the place, and Jimmy's like, he's like, thanks for coming, Jimmy. And he's like, like I had a choice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but they go into this chop shop, mm-hmm. and they're just like, all right, we're going to bust some heads. Yeah. 
there's really not a lot of talking or introduction to no. it's just like we're here to kill you yeah they, he like you know the first guy that answers the door gets chucked back into the room by him yes there's a lot of off-screen punch through yeah. someone answers a door and gets either punched or kicked for their efforts um so yeah they basically all come in and it's just it's non-stop karate kung fuery going on uh, various weapons versus fists and hands, and a guy gets hung <laughs> from just some dangling cables. Oh yeah, well he tries to kill him with like a drill, like an air powered yeah. drill. Yeah, and to he, hangs which he gets. Man. Yeah, he hangs that. He literally kills that guy. Mm-hmm. Another guy comes at him with a chainsaw. Oh yeah, a chainsaw that ends up getting jammed into the top of a, the hood of a car uh-huh. and or, or into the the soft top of some yeah the soft car. top. Yeah, but the best thing in the world happens oh, in this scene. Yeah. Oh my god! There's there's several really good things in this, but there's yes. one in particular. Yes, there is. Um, this is a like a <laughs> if you know this is like a, a two story style uh, auto body shop. Yeah, there's kind yeah. of a loft yeah. area which you know like there's a big pit where you work on the cars, but then there's like offices up top, mm-hmm. which yes. is pretty common to like old firestones and things like that. Yeah. Um, so guys up on the top, uh-huh. you know, and. It's mid fight, and he's just like, I'm gonna, you know, tag in, come from the top rope, and comes right at Kurt and jump, jumping from the top. And he just reaches up and kicks straight at this guy. Now, it's clear, it's, well, I sh- it's clear that for the fact that, of, you know, human, like, would we allow this in a movie to happen kind of thing, mm-hmm. that the guy's on some sort of wires? Sure. I'm not saying that it's clear it's on wires because, like, that makes it sound like it's done poorly. No. Because it's, it's, it's done really, really well. We watched it but twice. This guy. <laughs> jumps down, gets kicked, and just, like, collapses slash flies across the room into a pile of, uh, you know, open, like, c- canisters and shit. Yeah. It's unreal. It's it's fucking glorious. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I haven't seen this before. Yeah. Like, I've never <laughs> yeah. seen this before. Right. Like, the closest I can think is, like, there's something semi-similar in uh, the raid, like the first one, uh-huh. but not like this. Okay. Not like this. <laughs> That guy gets fucking wrecked. I mean, it is it is the fourth moment in this movie where you're just like, oh, God, <laughs> that mm-hmm. is the <laughs> yeah. it has been murdered. So, just, yeah, but ju- just the way that guy like almost seesaws on the point where he gets hit. Yeah, it's it's the whole like theory of an object in motion stays in motion oh. goes nutty at this point because it's just like coming down and nope, front flip over into garbage. Just. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of dudes get wrecked during this scene. Uh, chainsaws, pipes. Yeah. Guy gets hung. You know, yeah. it, it it all goes bad for everybody. But, mm-hmm. you know, the three guys survive. But the cops show up because obviously. Yeah, cops show up and, they're, and they arrest them. And Kurt's just like, this is bullshit, man. We didn't do anything. And yeah, it's like, like, as he's walking by a guy, he just hung. Hung. He's, he's straight he's up hanging there in the middle of the room. Beat the shit out of this guy <laughs> and hung him. And the chief is just like, we will come up with a list of charges yeah, for you people. Like, <laughs> murder? Yeah. Maybe you can hang that one on them. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they arrest those three. Yep. Uh, and th- this is kind of when Kurt figures out that Jimmy really knows what's mm-hmm. up because Jimmy is just pacing back and forth in this jail cell, freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he is freaking out. And man. Kurt's just like, hey, just calm down. And Jimmy's like, I, I you know, sh- She's evil, blah, and you know doesn't well, he, no, he doesn't say really it, but, say that, but but no, he's like man, you know you knew the champ, huh? And, yeah. and he's like, oh, yeah. he's super defensive. He's like, what? Why do you care? What? What? Well, yeah. Well, at first he's like, yeah, I knew him, and then then he's like, man, it's weird. Nobody cares about him getting killed, and he's like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and, yeah. 
That's what he, you know? I think he basically like lays his card. He's like, look, I was his friend. Like I'm, I'm his friend. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. Tell me what happened. Yeah. But, but he goes about it the right way where he's kind of like, yeah. Oh wait, no, weird. he doesn't confess that until after the grandmother's dead. That's right. It's only like, yeah, he, right. He has his opportunity here, but, venting, yeah, but, but, but he's, he's doing the whole man. It's really weird that nobody cares and nobody's looking into that. Huh? Yeah. Yep. But, but yeah, so they, they get released and mm-hmm. this is the part where she's just like, like the chief is just like, yeah, you're, you're a piece of crap. I don't like you. I'm never going to work for you. And she's like, of course you're not. I'm not going to have you as my police chief. Kurt here is going to be the police chief when I get elected because I don't understand how government works. Yeah. I'm, yeah, that's right. Brigitte yeah, Nielsen if has I'm, come if to I'm the elected jail. mayor, I'm elected dictator of the city, right? Well, yeah. the mayor does kind of heavily influence the staffing of the police. I mean... They still have a hiring yeah, process. Yeah, you still have to elect a sheriff. You, right. The sheriff's supposed to take care of it, but I mean, the mayor controls their budget and all that, so they kind of do have... I mean, whatever. I watch a lot of yeah, The Wire. Just, the mayor is important. Yeah, but the, but the way she presents it is <laughs> yeah, just I like, know, the I day know. I step foot in office, sure. you're fired. Yeah. yeah. And he's the new chief. <laughs> but... So it's not long after this that the goons who just don't trust Kurt at all mm-hmm. have. OK, so the the, the tape. Yeah, library while he man, was in jail. Yeah. yeah, they found that the tape was gone. Right. So and they went to Kurt's apartment and found the torn up tape. And also the picture of him with <laughs> with the, <laughs> with Cedric. With the champ. Yeah. yeah. And they're just like, oh, fuck, this guy is here to. Exp- he's undercover. God damn it. So mm-hmm. we have to take care of this. Yeah. I think at this point they've already murdered the grandmother. I think they uh, yes. they went and snuffed her out in their sleep. Yes, while the, they were the in jail. Pillow. Yeah, because they had the will. Right. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. and the way. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, also, they, the the chief goes out to his car at one point, and uh, I come in peace is just in the back seat, <laughs> and just goes, "Hey, snap." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a really like. Don't even say hey. Just. Yeah. I mean, we 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 find out very quickly why they did this, but it's like it it all feels wrong because like. That's not how this guy needed to go out. Yeah. Like, yeah. If he needed to go out at all, I mean, I think he just kind of need to get clocked a little harder. Yeah. There was very much a setup for you're a loose cannon, but you get the job done. Right. Welcome yeah. back, Kurt. Yeah. You know, that he, sort of he thing. He needed the, like, uh, the, you know, reporter guy from the end of Die Hard, you know, like, yes. Somebody walk out and just, yeah. 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 <laughs> but so he just, he dies almost off camera. Yeah. We had to rewind it because he was like, wait, was that the chief? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the scene is really dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jimmy's gotten home, mm-hmm. walks in the door, and I guess the front door is connected to his grandmother's bedroom because he immediately is just like, no. Yeah, they just show the exterior of the house yeah. and you hear the no. So Jimmy's now aware of that. Um, they have. They've sent Kurt out to buy supplies and to bring them to a certain place. Yes. For something they need tonight. They, they have an emergency thing they have to go mm-hmm. do. And it's like, hey, we need some stuff. Go here. So he does go there. And it's just his his chief tied up to this post mm-hmm. dead and the cops are uh, winger is there immediately just like hey kurt yeah. god damn it yeah stop. why'd you kill the chief yeah kurt? and he's like no i didn't <laughs> yeah they, these fuckers basically just like pulled off a joker plan here yes from exactly dark night. like <laughs> yes. what it's like, like obviously what batman is evil fucking now <laughs> coincidence is this yeah like as soon as he's like that's oh shit that's the sergeant and you know big lights on him uh-huh hey it's you freeze yes and he runs away he runs know? away and yeah. goes to jimmy's house and Jimmy's just, they killed my grandmother, man. I, fuck yeah. everything. And this yeah. is basically, he's like, what are you doing in my house? You're here to kill me. Ah, and he's like, no, no, wait, like, chill out. Champ was my friend. You know, I, I, I believe you're, you saw the murder, didn't you? And he's yeah. like, yeah, and he's yeah, like, I, totally did. He's like, I need, did I need you to testify. And he's like, he basically grabs him and shakes him into agreeing to testify. Testify. And that doesn't really matter. Cause like right after that, 
the two goons, the turtleneck goons, have basically snuck in and like knock you know knock him out from the side you know yeah. the side or whatever. Yeah. And they're about to try to curt away. And they're like, he's a cop killer. Just leave him be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they, they leave to him. which we hear sirens. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, meanwhile, Steel has gone to the the Mission of Justice mm-hmm. headquarters mm-hmm. and like is like I I want to talk to Brigitte Nielsen. I need to I need to talk to her. And, and the other psychiatrist is like, oh, she's really concerned about all this. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. We're taking care yeah, of it. Yeah, it's all good. Be, we're all good. Go on your way. Yeah. And then, you know, Kurt pops up in the backseat of her car. Mm-hmm. Like, t- t- pretend like you're writing something on your clipboard. Okay, here's the deal. She killed my friend and all this, and, you know, let's get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, took, and took Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy's inside. We got to go get Jimmy, and we got to fucking deal with her. Yeah. Dish out a mission of justice on her. So. I mean, she was she was kind of already in on it a little bit because like the the whole tape thing, like she was yeah. there when they shredded the tape and all that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So it didn't take a lot to convince her is what I'm saying. It's not like, hey, I'm not a murderer. No, I didn't no. kill your boss and also all this. It was just like, hey, s- small tip here. Yeah. Here's the rest of the story. So they go in. Uh, They're torturing Jimmy with the, uh, the with the Thetan meters. Mm-hmm. Just, they're just like, what have you told people? <laughs> yeah. Just we'll like, know. we're putting more Xenus in you. Just. <laughs> you need to talk or not talk whatever we want you to do at any moment. Yeah. Um, you know, the, our, our two heroes sneak in. Um, Oh man, they, well, he, he wrecks this one guy out. The front, tape like, library guy who has just kind of, he's well, no, almost before they even get to him. Yeah. There's the guys outside. There's like three of them out. And the one who was teaching the class that was showing the submission. Oh, right, hold, right. Yeah. And man, that guy gets it bad. Yes. Because they they fight, she ends up taking on the other two guys, the other two thugs, you know, and it's a pretty decent fight. But mm-hmm. the fight he has with that with the teacher guy, mm-hmm. where he just basically picks him up and pile drives his head into the ground at the end of it, just snapping his neck. It's mm-hmm. it's basically a botched luchador move. Really, it's like mm-hmm. usually you're supposed to flip over and the other person flips too, but he just landed on his head and died. Yeah, that's that's kind of what happened here. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like a head scissors takeover move. But no, the man died. Yeah. Well, they added in a snapping effect yes. just in case he, we yeah. weren't aware he was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then he goes, he 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 scales the side of the building. And she's mm-hmm. like, wait down. He's wait down there, Steel. Yeah. She's like, all right. And this guy. So this guy who runs like the security room tape library thing has kind of been the devil's advocate the whole time. Like mm-hmm. whenever they're all raging against Kurt, he's always just like. Maybe Kurt just has a lot of anger and wants to come yeah. here and work it out. You know, I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy like comes over to the window and, <laughs> and Kurt just trucks him out. Just yep. over flings him out. At- <laughs> mm-hmm. And he goes like head first down. Yes. The pipe, you know, the wall that he's just climbed yep. via pipe. And you hear his partner go, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and she's not mad that he just murdered a man. Not at all. She's <laughs> mad that he almost threw that guy onto her. Correct. Like, Give me a heads up next time. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to murder somebody that okay. way, let me get out of the way. How about yeah. a heads up if you're throwing a guy down heads down? <laughs> right. <laughs> God. <laughs> so they get up there. Um, yeah. She, he goes and he, gets accosted by. By I come in peace guy. Yeah. Like immediately. Yes. By Titus. Because he has just got a murder boner for him. I mean, like mm-hmm. the whole time he's always trying to open whatever door that he knows that guy's behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought that I thought they actually went and found Jimmy first because I thought they found Jimmy. Well, they saw Jimmy on they saw Jimmy on the monitors. Yeah, they snuck into the video room. Right. And okay, they that's right. The tape in. They were in the video watching room, yes. not the video because Brigitte Nielsen room. was talking right. to him okay. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, just at the time where he's like, "I saw you kill him," and right. she's like, yeah, "Yeah, what are you going to do about it?" And they push record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they record that. Uh, 
But yeah, but as he's fighting Titus, mm-hmm. he goes, "He's on the he's on the second floor in this room. Go yeah. get him." So yeah, she that's runs what it was, there. Yeah, yeah she, she goes, goes up there and because she fights the secretary lady right. or the oh the psychiatrist lady. Yeah. Oh man, that that's a pretty good fight too. Yeah. They wreck each other to the point where uh, Steel does a jumping kick off the desk to end this thing. Yeah, like she keeps like kicking her down and she keeps getting back up because. As I as I said earlier, they just like oh we have to show that she knows how to fight. I, she's not just you know the runner of the meter. I really like this fight because the both of them have this like fuck that guy yep. look mm-hmm. on their face. Oh yeah, like, at each other. They're both like fuck you. Well, they're yeah. just they're so sick of fighting each other by yeah. the end of it. It's like stop getting up. God damn it. Yeah, the cop lady is seriously like, <laughs> oh, yeah. why do you keep getting up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Steel does that move off the top of the desk, which is just like and yeah, her face is just like fuck this lady and mm-hmm. downward kick and. You know, yeah. And she handcuffs her through a chair, like yes. her arm or her arm to her ankle. Yeah, because there was one point where chair. she got thro- thrown onto a rolling chair, which kind of made her tumble weird, mm-hmm. um, looked like it hurt. Um, mm-hmm. But then it's just like, hey, fuck you. And it's the kind that's got like the four or five casters on the bottom, but it's got the round, uh, you know, like foot guard thing yeah. that goes around mm-hmm. the entire chair. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she just sort of like half hog ties her handcuffed to ankle through yeah. the chair. Yep. So it's like. You could move, but it's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but she's she's able to save Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the Brigitte Nielsen is downstairs giving her acceptance speech for now. I'm the mayor. <laughs> Everything <laughs> will be better. We're going to stop crime. Uh-huh. I think it was still a campaign thing, right? Yeah, Wasn't I, it? Yeah, it w- I think it was just a dinner. It was like, like the big like this is the final push. Okay, like, yeah. tomorrow's election day. Okay, okay, because it. I don't know why, but it made it sound like she had just been elected. It was yeah. no, it was really because I had big press questions conference. about what happens after this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if it was election night, but we'll um, get to that. But yeah, so he's he's fighting a, a I come in peace guy mm-hmm. on the stairs, and they they have a pretty good fight on the stairs. Like, there's, oh, there's one part where he, uh, bad guy throws Kurt down the banister, and he, and he just slides like down it. Whee! <laughs> just around like, like on his stomach though, yeah yes he? he's, yeah. he's in half you know like yeah <laughs> sliding down on well, his i think snow. he was also coming down like the wrong way like if he hit the the newel post it'd be like yeah it'd been bad yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> no but eventually they're they're they, even though they've gone downstairs they're still upstairs for yeah. some reason still one more flight. They, they're like above the room where the press conference is happening mm-hmm. and uh it's well, she yeah, because she throws like his basically his lifeless corpse into the into the middle of the party, right? The um, I come. Well, in peace what guy. happens is like I come in peace guy chucks chucks him into a, chucks him into a bunch of boxes and uh-huh. then takes off his jacket and shows the belt. Yeah, and is like, yeah, I'm the champ. I'm the champ. I'm still the champ. Now he's been fighting in this fight for five minutes, mm-hmm. film time. Yeah, wearing this belt under his jacket. Yeah, that we didn't they haven't see. shown it. So he is literally probably been wearing this belt since he took it from the gym. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Waiting for these moments. <laughs> yeah. But is this is this when he gets when when Kurt gets so pissed that he just does the super fast punches on the dude's chest? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. that guy I mean eventually he he basically kicks him through a window. Mm-hmm. And he lands yeah. in the middle of the press conference. Yeah, he does like the 500 punch heart hit thing. Yeah. And then kicks him out the window, and he lands in the middle of this press conference. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah, and she's then, like, arrest that man. He's like, nah. Well, he straight up jumps from upstairs yes. right, right. out the window and just lands on the floor and is like, yeah. Spider-Man you, lands. Or you <laughs> killed the champ. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, he's going to do a superhero landing. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, no, I didn't. You did. <laughs> Get him. Uh, and then that's when they've fired up the TV and played the tape back. Mm-hmm. Uh, which basically reveals Brigitte Nielsen saying, yeah, I, I killed him. 
what are you going to do about that? Mm-hmm. And the, the PR guy is desperately trying to turn off the yeah. TV, doesn't get it off in time before the confession is over. And then he's just like, well, I, you I know, did try to warn you. Your campaign's over. <laughs> yeah. I love that they... T- then he cursed like, well, ask him. He yeah. knows it's over. And the guy's like, yeah, I didn't want to tell you this, yeah. but that's, this is, we can't spin this one. Yeah. Which is really unbelievable because in today's climate, oh, yeah. <laughs> no one would care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, so. So she's like, all right, fine then. And yanks out her daggers and comes at him. Yeah. And he's and like, he's just like, nah, he's like, come on. Yeah. Wait, look at, look, you watched me run the gauntlet. Don't even try this. There's literally no fight here. He just immediately disarms her and has one of the knives and throws her down to the ground and has the knife on her neck mm-hmm. and is probably going to murder her. Yep. But then his partner comes down and she just wet blankets him, you know, it's like, come on, think of the justice mm-hmm. <laughs> and dangles her magic handcuffs. Just like, come on, do the yep. handcuffs. So eventually he takes the handcuffs and big dramatic, like fine handcuff her. Yeah. And then there is no, diehardish moment of she gets away and they have to murder her yep. with a rocket launcher. Yeah, all he does is dramatically read her her rights. Yep. And then kind of kind of seductively, seductively into her ear into at the her end. Ear. He's like, "Do you understand all these rights that I've read you, baby?" <laughs> hmm? Do One you? will be appointed to you by the courts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then you that's have the basically right to remain it. Silent, I mean, there's but nothing I hope else. You don't exercise mm-hmm. that right. It's just pull out of this press conference thing and the credits play. Yeah. Yep. The end. Yeah. And, and uh steel basically brings it back on the force with whatever power she doesn't have. She yeah, she but just basically says, okay, you're my new partner. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Sergeant's dead, so I don't know. It's martial law. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maritime rules. <laughs> sure. Why? I don't yeah. know. Bird law. I don't know how it works. <laughs> yep. Hey, you can't yeah. call them birds anymore. Oh, no. Oh, oh, broad law. Yes. Uh-huh. The broad law. Blah, blah. Broad law. <laughs> yeah. But, um, music, is weird in this movie. It's almost like early '90s horror movie music through it's, a lot of it. It's got to be stock music, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a suspense kind of soundtrack. That's yeah, it does nothing. No. It, it's it's there's no song, not one song. Oh no no no, mm-hmm. nothing like that. So, boo. Yeah, yeah. but otherwise, yeah, boo. boo. So um, I don't, yeah, I don't think any there's no ancillary awards whatsoever. Nope. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy's freaking out in the cell, but it's not ensign level freaking out no. by any means. And and upset. the champ doesn't have time to. I mean, he freaks out about his hands, but he gets murdered so quickly after. Yeah. It's not a. There's not a ramp up like ensign level. Um, nope. I'll go ahead and go. I, yeah. uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It, it definitely has slow moments, but the ass kicking is so good that I kind of completely forgive it. Like a, a like a good action movie should. Like the the garage fight is damn strong the beat down gauntlet is damn strong there's some the 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 lady on lady fight at the end is really strong and there's there's just some really good fight scenes in this and 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 like and at a speed that's like really doesn't feel like it should have been from 1992 american movies um just didn't feel right at Mm -hmm. all because i don't think the hong kong influence influence had really come over here yet um i mean maybe to a small extent but not like that you know we had started importing john woo and, and company um yeah so all that being said, I think I'm going to give it four jocks. I actually, that's how much I like this. It's pretty damn strong. I think, I think just like the, the lack of one liner song, anything there's like, there's like, I would give it an entire jocks just for that kick off the, you know, the top rope <laughs> yeah. thing like that alone. I mean, otherwise I might say this is a three jocks movie, but like that, that move alone is enough to give it a whole other jocks. So yeah, pretty strong. Still missing just a little bit. Yeah. 
I'd say there's two five jock scenes in this movie Mm -hmm. is that garage fight. And then the gauntlet, like five jock scenes easily. Problem is the rest of it doesn't match up to that. And the last few fights aren't that good. I really like that fight between the two ladies in the Mm -hmm. psychoanalysis room or whatever. That's really good. So I'd have to go with, I, I think I agree with the four. Like this is a lot of fun, but there are a lot of slow parts, unfortunately, especially in the thing we, almost completely skipped yeah. over where he's getting the VHS tape. Yeah. The infiltration scene is not Yeah. Good. It's, it takes a long time, but mm-hmm. man, those, those two and a half fight scenes are amazing. Yeah. And make this worth it. Um, I'm going to give it a three jocks rating. And I'm saying that because I agree with the, the quality of the fight scenes and in the order in which we are mentioning their importance, uh, it's a bummer that the best scene is the midway point of this movie, uh, and then nothing after that comes close to it. Um, but I guess I guess my big problem with this thing is that at, when there's not fighting going on, there's literally nothing going on. Like the plot itself is not very interesting. The cast is not very interesting. There's there's just there's nothing else happening in it. Like th- there's not over the top goofy performances. There's not music that that's awesome and kicks ass there's mm-hmm. there's not dialogue that's interesting or fun or clever uh the story itself is just not very good it could have been better the premise is good i just don't think they did a well enough job with it i think someone maybe heard some things about scientology and said we'll add some kicking to that and let's go mm-hmm. um so i it just it's it's just all the points in between it and ha- in doing research to find this movie i did watch the trailer for it and the trailer is basically a compilation of every best thing. The The thing we were amazed by in the, in the garage scene is in the trailer. Mm, so I'd forgotten yeah. it until I saw it again. But then I was like, yep, that's why I said let's pick this movie. Because mm-hmm. I figured that's the finality of this movie. That's got to be awesome. Um, so, yeah, the, the trailer was basically all the greatest hits yeah. and, and nothing else. There was there was no surprises. That's, in this, that's so. bad for a trailer of this because yeah. the greatest hits are the best part. Yes. So, yes, yeah, absolutely. Basically ruined it. Yeah. So three jocks. I I did like it. The fight scenes are incredible. Uh, it just has long stretches of. Eh. I think I'm going to agree with you, Chuck. Well, okay. Three jocks. Um, and I can't say anything that really hasn't uh, already been said. Um, the, the plot is kind of strange. Um, like I understand that she's trying to take over, but I don't know what she's really going for. I d- I don't know the plan. Don't know the end game except for take over the fiefdom of Eastgate, wherever, well, whatever. So you didn't read Dianetics, and that's why you don't know. Dianetics Jr. Yeah. Um, <laughs> much better than Krishna. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if she was going to, you know, if she was going to bring about the second coming of Vishnu or the Zenu. Um, <laughs> Either one. Or, or whichever, you know, strange uh, multidimensional de- deity that she's going to bring about. Um, As mayor, you're not going to get that much power. <laughs> Well, you'll have some. She'll have access to the mayor's office, which might have, you know, the special runes on the floor or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. You never know. You never know. You really don't. But Good they point. don't really explore any of that. Um, yeah, any of right. that potential amazing plot that I've just come up with for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, the fight scenes are ass kicking uh, in, in all the right ways. Um, I really, really liked that office fight between uh, not Cynthia Rothrock mm-hmm. and uh, and Doctor Feelgood. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. I have completely blanked on their names. It's fine. Um, 
But I, I really like that fight. That was probably, I would say that's my second favorite fight in that in the movie uh, mm-hmm. compared or just behind the garage ass kicking tour de force. Um, yep, that's a really good one. It's just, it's brutal, but. As good as the fight scenes are, the rest of it drags it down. Three jocks. Still I would worth like watching. To, oh, yeah. I would like to... I'd be interested to see what the Cynthia Rothrock version of this of this movie is. Mm, I wouldn't. I think the lady that I was think there she was did fine. fine. I think she was really good, but I'd be... Like, I, I she think doesn't from, have a whole lot of... She didn't have a whole lot of character. I, well, don't, I don't feel like outside of her ass kickingness i think from my understanding was that it was supposed to be cynthia the rothrock yeah, right that's her why role i say it was super small and she was like no i don't want to be in it hmm. so that's why they were like okay now this isn't martial law three it's something else yeah okay. right but right yeah. i'd watch other stuff with this chick in it oh, oh, sure. absolutely yeah i just think cynthia rothrock like i feel like she has a little bit more interesting a non-ass kicking personality yeah um like this one, this woman looks like a like a soccer mom, and Cynthia Rothrock looks like somebody who is going to kick your ass. A bit, so yeah, you know, I'd yep. just be interested. I'm not saying it would be better. I'd just be interested to see it. Mm-hmm. That is all. Thank you for your time. <laughs> all right. Well, let's yeah. take a break. I let's. think a little bit overdue. Okay. Right, and welcome back. Hey. hey, second half, second half, second half time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I guess I'm just gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna rapid fire some movies. You have four thousand movies. I this week. saw a few movies, so let me get to them. We got the okay. two newest ones. I do. Okay. I've got one of the newest. He's got the newest. Yeah. I've got a new one. Let we me, saw let me, theatrical movies. Yeah. Let me cover my. Well, actually, I saw three theatrical movies. So let me. One of them is gonna be quick. All right. Go. Um. I'll just talk about them in in uh, size of movie order. Okay. Uh, I saw Star Trek Beyond. Okay, that's um, a big movie. Okay, by Justin Lin. Yes, director of Tokyo Drift. Yeah, from Tokyo Drift on <laughs> until and seven. Fast five and, yeah. yeah. Um. So there was some. I, I wouldn't say trepidation, but I mean there was like, all right, we're passing the helm. I didn't really love Star Trek two, so maybe passing the helm is okay. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so there was just like there was some trepidation about it. And like the trailers were what I mean, I, I purposely tried to avoid the trailers, but I, I think I finally saw the sabotage one. I was like, OK, let me just let me just go with this. Um, and long story short, I, I love this movie. Okay. I, I actually really love this movie. Like it's first off, if you're not in for the new reboot of Star Trek, it's not for you. Okay. Like, I mean, this is action Trek, you know, fast pace. Like, to be honest, like everyone's criticism is that. These Star Trek movies are too action based. I'm like, all the Star Trek movies have been action based. Like, other than Insur- or not Insurrection, um, what's the one where it's like they just fuck around on a planet for like an hour? <laughs> like, the, like the one with like the people that didn't age. Insurrection. The, is that Insurrection? Yeah. God, I could have swore there was one in between. The first contact was this. This it was Generations. First contact, Insurrection, and Nemesis. Uh, okay, I'm, yeah. confused. I'm Insurrection is what I'm thinking of. Nemesis, the one or was the one I was like thinking of the plot anyway yeah. it's basically like that's the only one of like the star trek movies where you're really just gonna besides the motionless picture and the piece of shit five there's not like a lot where it's not 
pretty much fast-paced action, you mm-hmm. know, compared to a Star Trek episode. Yeah. So, I mean, people tend to forget that. And I'm realizing now that we're in our third one of, of the new generation of Star mm-hmm. Trek movies. Um, I didn't say next generation. I know. Um, that, uh, that, like, they're they're more aping the Star Trek movies than the TV or anything else. Mm-hmm. Because this one, like, suddenly kind of jumped ahead plot-wise and, and, and um, feelings-wise, mm-hmm. kind of jumped ahead to, like, Star Trek six give or take. Um, so they're all horribly old. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a little bit about like facing your mortality, but like there's a point where I'm not trying to give anything away, but there's a point where like, it's about to be Jim Kirk's birthday and he's like having this moment of reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, when I, when I have this birthday, like two days from now, I'm going to officially be older than my father ever was. Oh, okay. And so like, there's this, there's this underlying theme throughout the movie about um, living up to your father's expectations and kind of like your, uh, birthrights, if you will, and and it's kind of like fascinating if you if you break it down at that point. Now it's a big dumb kind of stupid action movie throughout, but there's a there is a there is a smarter core there that I don't think people are like necessarily picking up on mm-hmm. because I, I'm realizing, I mean this one was co-written by by Simon Pegg, and there's several points in this where it really shows. Um, I I think for the good goodness of it, like it's like I said, it's like there's little moments and feelings of the original cast movies peppered throughout these things hmm. and I, and like i said i feel like it's it's a spiritual successor to the original crew movies more so mm-hmm. than the tv show or anything else okay and and um like i really i really love like the new characters like um jayla is the the female all white with like darth maul kind of stuff mm-hmm. like she's awesome mm-hmm. like i she's great like <laughs> just like one of my new favorite characters in a movie like that I, what i really like about her is like she doesn't have like so doesn't have a ton of dialogue. It's like her actions like dictate her character to me, mm-hmm. and I, I, I found that like strangely subtle and compelling. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but bottom line, yeah, I, and that's I, the girl who was in Kingsman, right? It is, yeah. There yeah. was the gazelle from Kingsland, mm-hmm. Kingsman. Um, but yeah, I, I actually really, really, really like this movie, and I was shocked how much I like this movie. Um, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, but like, I mean, it's weird because these new ones are following the exact opposite rules of original Star Trek movies <laughs> in that the odd number ones seem to be good. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to take a couple more before you can definitively declare that, but yeah. you know, by comparison, two is kind of a pile of garbage. I do appreciate that they, like, the day after it came out, were basically like, we've got an idea for four, we're going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because this one was like, we got fucking no ideas. Yeah. I don't know. Simon Pegg, do you got ideas? <laughs> Anyone in the cast got ideas? I don't know what to do here. But, yeah. mm-hmm. but I mean, as a search for Spock again, I don't know. <laughs> as, a, as a lifelong fan of Trek, there's, there's little moments in it and like, there's things that happen that will really get at you. I mean, they, Justin Lin kind of was unfortunately given before most recent events was kind of given the daunting task that he had handed off previously to someone else right. of having to deal with something in, right. the, in the Star Trek universe. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was kind of strangely fitting that like, you know, you know what happened with Paul Walker, you know, kind of they'll have to address it, you know, in the future with Anton Yelchin, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't know what they do with that. I don't know if they just recast. They probably have to just, recast. they said they're not going to recast. No, they're no. just going to not have to He won't be there. Okay. That's fair. Be on assignment. Okay. <laughs> That's no, that's I, mm-hmm. I like that. That's yeah. that, that's probably better. Yeah. Um. But no, I, I really liked it, and you know, like I I I feel like people are unfairly calling it mindless dumb action, and I think there's more going on than they're really realizing. And just to seems to be Justin Lin's trademark. Yeah. Like there's, I don't want to be spoilery, but a lot of people were like, it's in the trailer, and, and why, why sabotage? Mm-hmm. It it works on so many fucking levels if you think about it, because. 
that song was playing when he was a young kid and he stole the mm-hmm. car in the very first movie. Yep. And it's a play on Star Trek six. It works on so many fucking levels when they use it in the movie. Okay. It's so good. Cool. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, I was just like, I knew I, I had this feeling it was coming and like when it happened, I was like, thank you. Like I'm, was just happy that it worked out like it did mm-hmm. anyway. So, uh, must move on. Um, probably be a little quicker about this one. I, I also went and saw Ghostbusters 2016, make the call, whatever it's subtitle is. I don't answer, know, answer the call. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Somebody make a call. Yeah. It's called Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Collect I'm, call. I'm going to call it 2016 just yeah, for yes. lack of confusion. Um, okay. So my expectations probably couldn't have been lower for this movie for my own reasons, like not really liking Paul Feig, mm-hmm. not being a fan. You don't like Feig I, or Weig. Well, I flipped my Weig a little bit. You know, <laughs> I, we, we've established this that like when I think that like I really like Kristen Wiig when she's doing um, kind of more of the straight man routine. Like yes. I don't like her when she's trying to be too broad, not in the woman sense, just like the broad comedy, like eh, I'm making goofy faces. Like I, to me, that's when she's doing she, her target routine on SNL. She's yeah. a bit. Mm. Yeah. So, Yay. like, right off, I was like, okay, well, you know, she's... The least funny skit ever. Yeah. She, she's basically... It's funny once. She's nope, not even once. <laughs> Sorry. But she, she's basically the, the, the straight man of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the one played closest to the vest as far as personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I liked her fine. And um, the, I, truth be told, this is honestly the second full Melissa McCarthy movie I've ever seen in my entire life. So, like, I never liked her, but I've kind of actively avoided her. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it, but I don't think I quite loved it on like the level perhaps you did. Um, so I mean, what that's I, what, fine. You're just the worst person now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> what what I'm saying go is, like, hell. I I had nowhere to go but up. But sure, I I did go up from my original opinion, but not very far. Like, um, at least you can say you saw it and you weren't crazy about right. it, as well, opposed to most it, of the it, internet it, at this point. It has it has nothing to do with them being women. Obviously, it has nothing to do with it being a different plot. Obviously, it needed to be because why would I watch the same movie again? Mm-hmm. And it has it has most to do with attempting to plug into the to the our childhood. Like the cameos of original cast members are so fucking ham fisted and bad, like just bad, 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 bad. Like it's just like I was like, I kind of wished that they just had never asked any of them to have anything to do with it and just stood on their own. And there were subtle uh, throwback callbacks to the original that were mm-hmm. really good. Yes. and But like when they were like, hey, here's an actor that was in the original not being them and just being kind of wacky and, and God, especially fucking Dan Aykroyd's part. It's just like, it's bad. Like it's ham-fisted and bad. I thought, uh, so I thought Dan Aykroyd's was one of the least offensive because it went on, it didn't go on as long sure. and wasn't as, you know, wasn't as hey here's an actor <laughs> yeah. i mean it was it was but his lines were the worst <laughs> like i mean they, it was quick it was relatively quick i liked the last like his you know his his last line basically i i, yeah. I thought i thought that was pretty good yeah. now i mean <laughs> because it's the internet and i thought sp- annie potts was really was good that, that wasn't bad but like i mean i honestly had that moment where there was a character that obviously was supposed to be rick moranis you know but rick moranis mm-hmm. is off being rick moranis mm-hmm. and living rick, rick moranis life um that obviously was supposed to be him and it wasn't and for a second i was like holy shit, has it been so long? And does he look that different? <laughs> like, and it was like, mm. no, which, my, he doesn't. Which character? The dean of the shit school they leave was obviously supposed to be Rick Moranis. Oh, okay. So obviously. But I mean, they even like gave him Rick Moranis' classes, but it was like, I mean, it's like, 
holy shit, did he kind of get pudgy and like his face change? Because, you know, that happens. Sometimes does, like, you don't yes. see somebody for a while and like they've aged and their like bones have almost moved mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't look like that person at all anymore, but it's not him at all. Um, but uh, uh, what was it? There was something I was going to say. Okay. So um, everyone loves Holtzman. I don't have a problem with her. I, I think she was probably the best part of the movie. I, I will, however, I just have to say, because it's the internet and we have to be negative in some way or say something snarky. Um, I, I just find it funny that the internet collectively said, we love you, Holtzman. We all embrace you. Please, like, we love everything about you, Holtzman. But the same internet doesn't like Tiny Tina. And she is Tiny Tina fucking grown up. <laughs> I don't know which fucking internet you've seen that doesn't like Tiny Tina, but the, those people can go fuck themselves. The entire internet. A lot, yeah. like, I'll yeah, fight yeah, every single of one of yeah, them. People so, stand. I'm just saying, like, well, I mean, line up, to motherfuckers. Be fair, <laughs> I'm here. This is a this is a this is a movie podcast. Well, let me explain. Tiny Tina is a character from Borderlands Two. Uh-huh. Um, just in case, it, she's basically twelve year old Holtzman. So only severely more disturbed. Sure. But I mean, it's just, it's a very similar characteristic. Yeah. I thought and, she was based on a YouTube character personality as well. Well, I was going to say up voicing her eventually, but tiny Tina, I, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, my point is, is like, she's grown up tiny Tina mixed with tank girl, two things that the internet has collectively said, fuck that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love these things. So. You don't like Tank Girl either. Right. My, my point is, Man, you like, are on the wrong internet. My, my, my point is, I love Tank Girl. I love tiny Tina. I like Holtzman. It's just like, to me, it's like been there, done that just a little bit because I've already embraced the wacky, crazy science lady, you know, like, so like, I was like, good. It just, I think it was a little bit of like the internet defense force of like, why do you like her so much? Like, (laughs) let me, let me deconstruct a little bit, but good, probably easily the best part of the movie. So like I said, all the whole thing, much, much, much better than I was expecting. Did not like the ham fisted references at all. Like really took me out of it. And honestly, like, I've already expressed my love for original Ghostbusters is like one of my top movies, but the ending part of this was, it was rough. Like I really didn't like the actiony bits leading up the very, very end. Like the final thing was cool, but like they were kind of doing dark night, uh, narrating action things as it was happening during like the big ghost shootout, if you will, that you've seen from the trailers that I was like, Oh, stop saying shit. It's not that funny. And like, you're kind of making it worse. And if you just do cool shit, just let it be cool. You don't have to like put an action movie, you know, yeah. matri- matrixy shit on it. Like I just, that's Has not Paul Feig done action before. Yeah, this is like, he did spy spy. Like that's what spy would like looked like dumb comedy, but apparently mm-hmm. went into like, we're going to do something like born shit, but with Melissa mm-hmm. McCarthy is what I understand. So like, I just, I'm saying, don't do that. Just like fucking make a movie yeah. normal. And last, last point, Paul Feig, I believe is married to Melissa McCarthy. Am I, am I wrong about that? I don't know. I mean, I think I think that's true. I believe I read that somewhere along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, because I mean, she's worked with him on just like to literally IMDb to every movie, confirmed. I believe. Laurie Karen. No, she's not. who he's married to. Okay, so I'm wrong. Yeah. So she's just like, must be his muse, like, because she's been in every movie he's made, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really weird to me because he doesn't show her in the least flattering way. Like, I mean, or in the most flattering, like, way? not like at all. Like, I mean, it's, it's like the most, it's, oh. the, it's the least flattering way she could possibly be presented. Cause like they, I mean, she doesn't have a standard body type and I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like the way they show her and stuff in the movie, I'm like, this is weird. Cause like, I mean, I, I thought it was his wife, but apparently it's just like longtime collaborator. It's just strange. Cause I'm like, you guys, I feel like you should treat, put your actress in a better light. If you're going to work with her all the time, is all I'm saying. Like, 
they just didn't do any like i don't feel like they do her any favors like because the little bit of like falling down haha fat girl fall down bits were got you know annoy me is all i'm saying yeah so I, I don't know. Like I said, better than I thought. Maybe but. she just likes doing physical comedy. Sure, yeah. I think she does. Judging by what I've seen of her on SNL as mm-hmm. well, she right. likes she likes physical yeah. comedy. So I don't think she's that good at it. But no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well then. So anyway, like I said, it had nowhere to go but up, but mm-hmm. still didn't go too far up the. How many or... stars out of sixty-five? Uh, twenty-three. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's pretty low. That's oh, pretty is good. it? Uh, I don't know. That's all right. I, that's a, that's like thirty percent. Ish. All right, maybe maybe thirty. Mackie, what did you see? <laughs> uh, I saw Secret Life of Pets. Oh, that movie that started advertising two years ago. Yeah, my wife wanted to see it, and man, yeah, why did that movie take that long to come out? I don't know. It. I just felt like I saw that. And it's one interesting. Maybe someone stole it's the hard interesting drive that the trailers <laughs> show like nothing of the actual plot. Have you tried to talk to pets? I mean. What? They're not very forthcoming. If you want to know about yeah. their secret life, oh, yeah. they had you have more, to watch the research. Right. Yeah, they they get into that kind of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, uh, they probably didn't tell you much about the plot in the trailers because it's mostly Toy Story. Oh, so cool. Yeah, that makes sense. It it there's there's a couple inspired character designs like uh, one pig that had been owned by a tattoo parlor mm-hmm. that everyone practiced on. <laughs> So that's a pretty cool looking character, oh. but uh, in general, it's just, it's one of those. It's it's weird that Louis C.K. is the main character in an animated film. That does sound weird because you just keep expecting him to swear at some point <laughs> at some of the stuff that's going on, yeah. and just never even gets close to that. And Kevin Hart is good doing his Kevin Hart thing. Mm-hmm. It works pretty well for this one, but yeah, it's it's kind of what you expect that. Like, as far as once you know what that movie is, it's kind of what you expect that movie to be. Right. It's just weird. Like, there's only a few recognizable voices in it. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently there's people like uh, Eric Stone Street, I should probably know because he's been on Modern Family, but I didn't recognize him and he's one of the two main characters. Oh, okay. You know? Is he the guy from Workaholics? No. No. He's no. The, the football coach, gay guy. Oh, that's his name? Okay, I never realized yeah. it was about his yeah. actual name. But the yeah, names he... blow by so fast on Modern Family yeah. that anybody except mm-hmm. Ed O'Neill, you're like, who? who's that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like Ellie Kemper and Jenny Slate and mm-hmm. Albert Brooks are in it. I recognized Albert Brooks. So Dana you... Carvey even has did, a voice Jenny in it. Jenny Slate curse in the movie? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Here's an SNL trivia. Bit yeah. For you. <laughs> yep. But yeah, but but it's a lot of people. I like. I didn't know who any of them were, like mm-hmm. just by hearing it, you know, which I like because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I think back to stuff like you know, way back when, like ants, where they're like, it's got everybody's voice you recognize because they're celebrities, yeah. you know. And it's like I like that this one wasn't like that, but I'm already forgetting. Well, a lot ants of what was fucking in. doomed because Bugs Life came out yeah, the same year, so much better. Yeah, I know, but but like for a while there, it was yeah. like all the movies were like, all right, just. Hire all the celebrities to be every character. Yeah, it was like Will Smith and Robert De Niro were doing all the animated movies. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. At but least yeah. this Osmosis one is Jones. So good. No. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but but even more modern ones. But been like like yeah. I I don't like when I can recognize the celebrity that's yeah. speaking in the movie. And Louis C.K. doesn't necessarily sound like Louis C.K. because he's not getting angry and swearing all the time. And that does make sense. You know. But yeah, it, I'm already forgetting a lot of what happened in it. So. That sounds pretty good. You know, but it was, <laughs> it's cute. You know, it's cute. There's some fun character designs in it, but you know, you've probably seen it. I have seen Toy Story. Yeah. You, you, it's one of those type of animated movies. Huh. All right. So I saw one more thing in the theater. Okay, go ahead. Um, I went and saw Batman the Killing Joke. 
Ah. Um, I've heard some controversial stuff about that. Uh, all right. Well, okay. <laughs> let me let me let me back up and start from the beginning. I, I've never been to a Fathom Events event before. Oh, okay. This is my first Fathom event. It's one of those. Um, I can't fathom going to one. Well, because like basically, like it's it's a strange thing. I I kind of at this point like was like. Look, I've I've watched DC animated movies and things from the very beginning, like just once. You know, these don't go to the theater. I'm going to show that I like them doing a big one, mm-hmm. and I'm going to show you know, kind of give you my my money. And man, the theater was full because like it was like a one night. I think they had a couple showings, but like the very next day it was like coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. So it was really like a hey, come see it on the big screen and show your support. And right. they showed some extra shit before and after the movie. So, mm-hmm. um, so. If you're not familiar with the, you know the the, the graphic novel, uh, basically they they add in uh, a, a about a half hour or so mm-hmm. of build up story that's not part of the original story at all, and I think that's if I don't know if that's where they're getting controversy or if it's just like yes. people didn't know what happened in the actual graphic novel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's the, the, the build up part. Okay, well, I will say to that end, and. Man, this is going to sound like weird and terrible, but I mean, go with go with me if you will for a second. If you're aware, I'm going to try to stay as spoilery as or spoiler free as possible. Um, if you know the events of the Killing Joke and what happens to Barbara Gordon, um, then the the events in the first half almost make sense because for the worst reasons, like because the whole, the entire point of the Killing Joke is about how intrinsically linked Batman and the Joker are, mm-hmm. how they can't they're they cannot exist without each other mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, and in a weird sort of way, despite any previous need for it, what happens ties them together in a weird sort of way and in, in a weird, but possibly gross kind of way. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to say that. Okay. Um, but it's, it's important, I think, because the entire first part, it, the impact of the, of the killing joke was based upon the fact that you already know these characters but if you're kind of watching this movie sort of divorced from all that, then, you know, you need some extra attachment to Barbara Gordon before the awful things happen to mm-hmm. her and her father and everything else that happens in The Killing Joke, mm-hmm. because Alan Moore is a twisted fuck. Yep. Yep. In a good way. <laughs> like, we need twisted fucks like Alan Moore. Um, so I, I liked it. Like, I mean, I it was funny being I mean, I was like I said, I was shocked how full the theater was and the audible gasp when first when the, the thing that was kind of blindsided but to us in the first 30 minutes happened that everyone is now apparently talking about on the internet. Yeah. But it was kind of amazing and also a little bit terrible. There was a younger than probably should have been in the movie kid who obviously had never read the, the, the graphic novel mm-hmm. sitting somewhat behind me. So when the the known infamous thing happened, he had no idea. So like the whole theater is like, oh God, here it comes. And when it happened, like the, the theater is a fucking hush. And he's just like, <gasps> <laughs> and it was like, that's an appropriate reaction. And that's kind of like <laughs> what we all experienced like 10, 20 years ago when we read it on paper, you know, and it's just like, you know, it was just, it was kind of amazing. Cause it was like, wow, that, that was me just in a different format, like yeah. ex- experiencing this for the first time. Wow. Um, so it was just, it was kind of a, it was kind of amazing in that way. Hmm. Um, other than that, like it, it's, it's cool to, that they brought back, brought back Kevin Conroy and, and Mark Hamill. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it needed. So that's it makes it batman it's it's weird because i've been binge watching the animated series with the same voices and it's like to suddenly see a r-rated batman thing with the same voices is a little weird and off-putting but yeah um but good i mean it's i I liked it i you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna necessarily defend what happens in the first three minutes but 
I, I, I totally see where they were going for in a narrative standpoint. So, yeah. Cool. Um, speaking of Batman. All right. Real quick. Okay. I watched the super extended Batman versus Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. I, I was, I was kind of really excited to see it. Had you not seen the regular one? No. No. Okay. No. Yeah, I, so you avoided it all. Yeah. I, I just didn't get to go. Okay. Um, so not being a comic book person, I don't quite get the furious anger against that movie, which there is a lot of. Uh, I know people hate Zack Snyder. I get that. Having never seen Sucker Punch, I don't get specifically what it is. I mean, I've I've liked Watchmen. You know, I mean, I, I didn't hate Man of Steel. I just didn't like how the last third of that movie was a fun thrill park ride with the most horrific things happening in it. That just the conflict of that Mm -hmm. didn't make sense to me. So basically all I'll say about this is that it's a, it's a better Superman movie than man of steel. Uh, It's not a very good Batman movie. Although I like Ben Affleck's Batman. The problem is, is that Batman in this movie is an asshole and there's no reason why they never explain why Batman is just a fucking dick. They only, the only real explanation for it is that Gotham is just a fucking shithole and Metropolis is right across the bay that's, fucking laughing at the them the whole time fucking thing ever is like and like running up the score against them in football games and just like we're we're Metropolis. We are the dopest city ever and you're Gotham. You're a fucking toilet. And just everyone at Gotham is just surly and pissed off and living in filth. Yeah, I mean, after the fucking <laughs> Gotham Knights had their stadium destroyed and almost everybody killed yeah. except for Plaxico Burris. <laughs> exactly. I mean, shit, man. No. So I don't get that. I, I really liked Ben Affleck in the role. I just didn't like what the role was giving him to do. It seemed like this movie needed a standalone Batman movie before it to set that up. Um. But especially since apparently it's not in the Nolan universe at all. Yeah, no. And I get that. I mean, I was piecing it together like, okay, this Batman existed, but didn't. Although it's really funny that people right across the bay have no idea who Batman is. That's the dumbest. I I, I gotta (laughs) say, like on a comic book standpoint, that's the dumbest fucking thing. And the and the pigeonhole they've put themselves in because it's like, you know, if you think it's bad in the Marvel universe, it's like, how come Thor doesn't just come help every time? You know, it's like they're both a fucking uh, they both have flying capability yeah. via actual flying or jumping a jet yep. and, all, and they're two minutes away I know <laughs> yeah and the this movie's reliance on cable news like they're constantly showing cable news to explain the events of the world the cable news people would have told other cities about Batman mm-hmm. everyone would know who Batman is mm-hmm. but anyway I, I think the, the most egregious thing about this movie and it's kind of a statement on our times but also kind of the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen is that after 18 months of being on this planet, America's been like, Superman's kind of a dick, right? Like, we don't need that guy. Fuck that guy. 18 months. He's been here saving kittens and putting out fires. And everyone's like, you know what? Really? That guy needs some accountability. Fuck him. Like, what kind of shithole country have we turned into where people are like, yeah, Superman's saving lives. Fuck him. Who does he think he is? <laughs> they read the old 60s comics. I, it's just- Superman's a dick. I, I don't know. I, I did like just him watching the news all the time while everyone is shitting on him. And he's just kind of sitting there like, what? What did I do? I'm Superman. Why? <laughs> so that part was just incredulous. I just I just mm-hmm. I don't know that that drove me insane. But I overall, I liked it better than Man of Steel. Yeah, so. well, mm. that's pretty easy to say. Yeah. And also the trailer for Wonder Woman. Hell, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a hell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I mean, as long as Zack Snyder has basically nothing but his producer credit on it, because fuck, I mean, oh, it's a World War One movie, number one. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes, we don't have enough of those. That's mm-hmm. that's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, just everything else. About They're it just good. trying to cash in on that sweet Battlefield One pop. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, trying that's to get the rub. I didn't think about grab. that. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. They just had to let very long engagement pave the way for them. <laughs> yeah, it's the only World War One movie I know. <laughs> sure. Uh, wasn't Passive Glory a World War One movie? Or is that two? That's two. Is it two? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? Because it was about, there's like the long shot where he's walking through the, the trenches was a big World War One thing. Oh, I, maybe you're right. I don't know. I, I mean, know. it was Germany in both, but they, they yeah, sing Idol Vice. That's what end. makes it confusing. Well, yeah, I'm saying <laughs> that it ends with them singing Idol Vice, but I mean, I think it's World War One. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. one, one last thing, just while we're talking about DC stuff for just half a second, I did notice something and, and, it, and it occurred to me while watching the trailer for, for Wonder Woman where... I'm, you know, the shit that Gal Gadot got for being cast as Wonder Woman for anybody saw her in costume. It's just, it's a, it's a statement on our society where like, how come nobody said that shit about Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. Of like, he's skinny. He doesn't look anything like a superhero. Mm -hmm. It's like, they can work out too. Yep. Ladies can work out and get muscles too. It's just, <laughs> I don't know if Ladies you're aware can of that. Do stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm just stuff. saying like, I mean, look at her in that fucking trailer and tell me she didn't go to the gym every day for like five hours at mm -hmm. least. You yeah. know, like, I'm just like, it's, it's pretty was, fucking stupid because I mean, I think about like what Chris, Chris Evans looked like in Sunshine to yes. what he looks like in fucking Captain America. Yeah. It's like, okay, shut the fuck up. She or was Chris Evans. Chris Evans was pudgy, farting fucking guy on Chris <laughs> uh, Parks and Recreation. Chris Pratt. Mm -hmm. Chris Pratt. Sorry. Chris Pratt. Was, you know, like, I mean, he was fucking Melissa McCarthy falling down because he's the fat guy throughout <laughs> most of Parks and Recreation until he went to the gym. You know, I'm saying like that dude, and then he takes Pudgy off his shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, he takes off his shirt in Guardians of the Galaxy. And people are like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you <laughs> like, went from dad bod yeah. to rad bod. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, it's just that that occurred to me during the trailer. Like, mm -hmm. fuck you, people. Just god damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, are we down to my stupid plight of things that I've done? Dumb? Yes. All right. All right, so it's it's Friday the thirteenth time. It's time for two more of the Fridays of the thirteenth variety. Yay! With my nonsensical notes, trying to sort of uh, cap up the movie. So we start with part five, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, is that a new a new beginning. beginning? New beginning, which sounds like a weird church. Um, so part five opens. Uh, I mean, a couple things happen, but part five opens, and it's it's the first thing that basically has, happens is a non-Jason kill, yep. because young Tommy now not so young from the last one who brutally murdered Jason is coming out of a of a nut house as you would expect and it's I give or take six seven eight years later because he was probably about 12 now he's supposed to be 17 18 uh -huh. um he's coming out of nut house to come like live in this halfway house which just so happens to be out in the middle of the fucking woods so there's some people here with possible you know questionable mental sanity staying here and one of them flips out at this other one and murders him with an axe mm-hmm uh -huh. So it's like, oh, well, that's interesting. I don't think we've had any non-Jason kill in any of these. Pretty much no. Uh, my next notes are rabbit scare number one, <laughs> followed uh -oh. by cat scare number two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so nice. I'm, keep, I'm keeping a tally. Okay. Um, I'm going to say a lot of negative things about five because I didn't like it. But the next part is after my Gal Gadot rant, please allow me this just a little bit. Um, let's face it. There are certain things we're here for in... Friday the 13th, their, mm -hmm. their, their base male needs, if you will. It's violence and titties. And <laughs> I just have to point out, I really didn't like this movie, but there is one girl in this. Her, she plays the character of Tina. She looks mm -hmm. like Felicity Jones. Mm -hmm. um, and she's actually a Voorhees. My notes were just, OMG. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, this girl, fucking gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, so... There's a point where uh, Pam, who becomes a kind of our main character, she's uh, like 
second in command of this halfway house. Um, things happen and she becomes one of the last survivors and there's this little kid named Reggie. There's a point where Jason now officially, like this is the first time that Jason officially has teleportation powers because they knock down Jason in a house and go running off in the woods and somehow Jason not only gets ahead of them but is like already set up one of his like body scares where like, you know, I've killed somebody and ha ha, ta-da, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. It's like, no, like <laughs> there's no way. We were like, we, it's like almost one take as we're watching them run through the woods. Anyway, it's, it's raining at this point, and I and I had to make a note here because Pam, the same t- uh, title character, is wearing a, a white shirt. Mm-hmm. And my, my note is, Pam, ma'am, not complaining, but you should probably put a bra on. <laughs> because <laughs> she's... I mean, it's just like, all right, well, I guess that's what we're here for. I'm not actually going to take my shirt off, but I might as well. Um, <laughs> so my very last note is... So wait, the entire plot was basically about a Jason copycat, mm-hmm. despite having a traumatized Tommy from the last one, and then not really doing anything with it except the dumb swerve ending. And my final note is, fuck you, movie. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> because, yep. yeah, unlike this is the only one besides Friday the 13th one where Jason is not the killer. Nope. It's somebody completely <gasps> else. There's zero Jason yeah. in this movie. Well, I mean, except for the very, very, very end of the right. movie, which is the swerve ending. Um, but Ugh. Which was setting up that Tommy becomes the new Jason, and and rightfully so, fans of the series were like, fuck you, as I did. Um, so they, they changed it. Yes, so, they did. They said, part six. forget all that. So let's move on to part six. New Tommy, because the last guy apparently became a born-again Christian between one year of making one movie and the next year they said, hey, will you come back and be Tommy Jason or whatever. Um, Shit happens. So they they hired another guy and basically changed the plot. But new Tommy, my first note is new Tommy really looks like Dudikoff. (laughs) Yes, he does. Like a lot. Yeah. Um, So it's... It's a little unclear. I um I don't remember the exact circumstances here, but my next note is Jason is brought back with thunderbolts and lightning. Very very frightening. <laughs> because there's a point where they go to Jason's grave and are trying to dig it up, and something happens where like metal gets lodged in him, and lightning strikes it and brings Jason back to life. Well, he and Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter go out there. That's and what it was. He's like, I gotta know. Tommy's like, I gotta fucking burn yeah. him to a crisp to get over right. this shit and he stabs him with a fence post. Was it actually Rorschach or this guy look like? No, that was him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, it's totally him. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> then my next note is, uh, okay, movie, the James Bond barrel opening may have me because there's a fucking <laughs> like Jason thing where he's like in a James Bond gun barrel yep. and slices out the camera and blood comes down and the title comes up. I'm like, all what? right, we are, we are in for the right thing here. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> So my next note is, oh, no, the bad guy from Ghost has the tiniest gun ever, and he's dead. <laughs> because Tony Goldwyn shows well, up for right, like yeah. half a second, and they're they they like they're literally standing, or they're in a car, and Jason is standing in the middle of the road. Doesn't do like the come out of from nowhere. He's just standing in the middle of the road, and they're in another shitty Volkswagen Beetle, which they must have had a special on these. Uh-huh. Um, and he's just standing there, and like Tony Goldwyn's like... No, I got this. And reaches in the glove box and pulls out. I mean, swear to God, it was like, is this an 11? It's like not even like a 22. It's like, it's a fucking pellet shooter. Which which one was this? Part six. I mean, yeah. But like, I was just like, it's the tiniest goddamn gun ever. And he's mm-hmm. like, pew, pew, Jason. And Jason's just like, stab. <laughs> uh, um, my next note was because I think it's the same part because I think it's... There's somebody who's pleading with their life that like, they think Jason's there to rob them and they're like trying to hand them all their cash. <laughs> Jason's just like slash. And so my next note was just remember at Crystal Lake, they don't take American Express <laughs> because was, like like $60 in an American Express falls out of her hand as she dies. <laughs> was it the, the paintballers? 
It might have been the paintball. Okay. Uh, no, because my next note is corporate paintball retreat killings. So in. <laughs> That's, yes. Okay. <laughs> followed up by also Jason just killed a raving MRA. Fuck yes. Yep. <laughs> because this guy, it's a corporate paintball retreat. Just because why not movie and there's one lady who shoots like two guys and there's like oh you got this and this other guy is just off of the machete hacking the shit out of this foliage and he's just like fucking women shouldn't be here and they paintball and jason just like gives him like the best kill and it's like oh thank you uh-huh um then there's a grave digger guy who i thought was going to be jason's new hype man because he has that look yeah but there's a point in the movie. My note was fart head, <laughs> fart head. I was like, drink more grave digger. And maybe it'll have, it'll make sense eventually because there's a point where he insults somebody by calling him a fart head, which mm-hmm. I've never heard in my life. Fart head. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Oh, this is a really head of farts. This was a really bad joke. There's, I think this was the, um, there's a yuppie couple in the woods mm-hmm. that, um, I apparently are like, I don't know if they're getting engaged. He just presented her with a ring and is basically like, I guess you owe me. Let's have the sex. <laughs> and, <laughs> Like they hear something and like luckily their first thing the instinct is let's get the fuck out of here. Oh mm-hmm. no, they they hear the uh, the grave digger dying off off camera mm-hmm. and they jump on their motorcycle and Jason just comes up and stabs both of them <laughs> through the heart like simultaneously. And like, God, this is such a terrible joke, but I thought of it at the time. I was like, was that a duo killing my mo- motorcycle? <laughs> like, Ducati. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. All right. Then there's another point. So part six is like the first time where the camp actually has kids in it. Yes. Like little kids in little it. Little kids. And my next note is because there's a camera panning over like they're they're falling asleep in their cabin and look at the peaceful children sleeping and there's a point where the camera pans over and this this little girl has um god i, I just blanked on the name of the play it's like no, it's no exit by john paul sarte mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was, my note was what the fuck is a six-year-old doing <laughs> reading john paul sarte <laughs> And I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, what's the reference? Because, like, but there isn't. I mean, other than the title being like, no, you can't get away from Jason. Like, it's a fucking existential play. There's some good jokes with these kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next note is there's there's a point where there's an RV and our, our douchebag character of the movie is with this girl who I don't think we've seen previously. Um, yeah, she's one of the counselors. Was she? Yeah. I, th- I thought, I don't know. But, what? okay. But they're having sex in this RV and then they hear noises and they start to drive away and he becomes oblivious and is like, ah, whatever. We were in a scary situation. Let me blast the radio. So I can't hear what's happening behind me. Mm -hmm. And Jason comes from behind this girl and takes her head and like shoves it into the side of the RV so that her face comes through the outside of the RV metal. (laughs) (laughs) And so my my note was the RV face press is my my new favorite Jason kill (laughs) because her face just, becomes indented on the outside of it mm-hmm. um and then followed up by oh man stunts for the very first time <laughs> in the series because that same rv when she when he kills the, the driver hits a fucking ramp spins over and like catches on fire and i was mm-hmm. like holy shit this isn't a friday the 13th movie and then just jason climbs out and triumphantly stands on this burning rv um yeah so i never really I, I was trying to follow this but there's an awful lot of frankensteining going on in this movie mm-hmm. like there's a song on the rv was like teenage frankenstein or some shit like that and then like they're passing this they pass by at it's carloff's general store yeah and i don't know what the reference is other than they brought jason back to life with lightning that's i guess that's exactly it what that's it, it. that's yep. all it is okay that's it because i was like trying to figure that out. i was like that's the only thing i got that's it <laughs> okay ah <laughs> uh, so Another uh, another pan across with like some kind of funny shit on it. Um, I just said my next note was okay. Good job with the fake porn magazine minute play. <laughs> I said sure that reference won't be lost to time at all. <laughs> but it's like literally the minute work logo, but minute play and mm-hmm. there's titties and stuff on it. Um, uh, oh titties, yeah. But then there's a point where like Jason is now officially in the camp. The kids are aware of it. Um, I will say no kids get killed in this. Yeah, though they are like put in danger. But 
<laughs> I think that the two boys have been reading existential plays as well. They seem very comfortable in their own mortality because there's a point where to these two kids that have kind of been like poo-pooing everything to do with the camp are just sitting under the bed and they're like, what is so? What did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> yes. Yes. That line is the best. Because they, <laughs> they are so sure that they're about to get murdered. They know they're going to die. <laughs> uh, my next note is about the sheriff of town. Um, and my, my note is the sheriff will re- really bend over backwards to help people <laughs> because Jason murders this cher- sheriff by literally taking him and breaking him in half backwards. <laughs> <Oof>. Yeah. <laughs> Probably my second favorite Jason. Yeah. Um, and then... F- Getting closer than I promise. He's the one with the laser sight pistol, right? Uh, no, that was his deputy. Okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. He had like this giant laser sight <laughs> pistol. Um, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, my next note was another quality fuck your door from Jason, <laughs> this time with lots of screaming kids. So it felt like the payoff was even better because he does a fuck your door and the kids are like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> God, some of these notes are so dumb. <laughs> so I, based on the end of this uh, movie, I said, is this the first instance of a girl giving a guy a motorboat? <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The yep. girl ends up killing Jason by starting the motorboat. He, the guy decides that the only way to stop Jason, Tommy decides the only way to stop Jason is uh, tie a big rock to him, <laughs> sink him in the middle of Crystal Lake. But then he's holding on to Tommy, you know, as he's dying and drowning. Uh-huh. So the girl starts up the, the, the motor on the motorboat and like slices Jason's neck with it miraculously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my very, very final note of the movie is, holy fucking shit, a Stargrove Award too. Five jocks. Yep. <laughs> fucking love Friday the 13th part six because yep. there is a fucking Stargrove song over the credit that's like gonna murder you it's Alice night. Cooper yeah it's it's really fucking good yeah it's, he's back the man behind the mask and it's yeah. all it's all about the Jason shit yep it's good yeah six is the jam man as I, as I basically I think I came into the chat today and I said um Okay, my no- my exact wording was, I'm here to report that if you only ever watch one Friday the 13th movie in your life, you made poor choices if it's not part six. Unlike Leonard, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Part six fucking rules. Part six is the jam, I'm telling you. Um, I bet they get better or worse. I mean, you don't have to tell me. I'm just like, I mean, again, the even number ones are pretty fucking awesome. And the odd, odd number ones are pretty fucking terrible. They've entered a new territory now. They're going to okay. ha- they're going to be gimmicky and All right. do so six might just be like the, that's the crest. That's the, the best. It's ever six is get. when they just decided, you know what? Let's go all out and all do right. something thing here. Yes, yeah. we know what people want. Yeah. 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 Other than the Tina slash Voorhees lady from the part five, there's like no reason to watch that one. That's nope. <laughs> really bad. Yep. But that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm on to next ones. I believe uh, I believe eventually Jason is going to Manhattan. I think the second one it's party. Yeah, and then then he goes to hell, I believe, and then space. So that's that's pretty much uh, <laughs> yes. the directions in life. It does just Manhattan, <laughs> hell, space. <laughs> it's just a Jason travel log. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's it. Cool. Sorry, yeah. I watched so many movies. I will try not to. No, that's all right. Jerk. We'll skip the emails this week. Okay. All right. We're really long. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah, we started Sorry. late. Yeah. It's all right, though. So, BJ. Yes. How do people find us? It's pretty easy. You just go on the internet and we're there. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. To get on the internet? Yep, get on the internet. <laughs> search for us. Find us. Do stuff. There's one go place online. where they can find a bunch of our stuff. Well, yeah, I guess so. There's one. It's the internet. <laughs> <laughs> because we haven't been here long enough. Let's drag this out too, yes. right? Exactly. BMFcast.com. If you want to get in touch with us directly... Email us bmf at bmfcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield phone, 910 5 jocks bmf 
or check out our new subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash bmfcast. Yeah, right after we uh, talked about it in the live stream last week, you got all set up. Yep. And it's it is, online. It is ready to go. Uh, uh, I get it. Uh, or just go on the internet because that's where we are. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, you already see us if you were using the homepage of the internet. That mm-hmm. is Reddit, I hear. I don't know. What the fuck makes up their homepage? Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. <laughs>